What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Lost Talks Podcast. This is episode number 45. I uh, hope everyone's having a great day, great evening, great morning. However, whenever you're listening to this, uh, we appreciate you for listening. Um, How is everyone doing in the room right now? What's up? You know? New color, new vibe, new new energy, new signs. You know, we got yeah, yeah. things are <laughs> coming in. You know? A little bit. We're not just talking shit because I feel like we probably said a month ago that we were renovating. <laughs> yeah. Nothing happened, but yeah, that's IKEA's fault mostly. And <clears throat> COVID, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Just just blaming on blaming on COVID. Yeah, things are that's coming. Everyone's slowly. been doing. Yeah. <laughs> It is. No, it actually is COVID because, yeah. I mean, most, uh, I feel like, you know, people are probably used to online shopping now, especially with COVID. But knowing that, you know, you get that email saying, hey, we got your order. And also we never know when we don't know when it's going to fucking come. Yeah, but, exactly. But uh, the thing with Ikea is like they didn't give they don't give you an approximation, at least at least the other places will tell you like, yeah, we might be like a expect like a couple days or a, a week or two past whatever estimated time we gave you. But yeah. Ikea was just not saying anything. So. Yeah. We had to kind of, I got a, uh, lights and a sofa and a couple other things from them, but then I had to cancel that order. So we had to restart and we were waiting for the paint to, we were, we were waiting for the furniture to, you know, figure out the paint. But, you know, you just got to start, you just, sometimes you just got to just say fuck it and just start going in, you know? Yep. Let it happen as it comes. Exactly. We were thinking like, should we do the podcast on a, like a table with chairs or should we do it on like the couch? Like with, the a, couch. with a low, with a low table. Couch, man. Couch with a low table. And just be vaping. You know, and we can stretch the, the arms out. Stretch the legs we could out. Do, yeah, we could set up the couch so that that becomes like our spot. Like, I was thinking that that would be the... Because I guess that's how our old format was, was like we put the guests on the couch. But we could... I want to sit on a couch. Yeah. Like, we, we, we're we the ones who are going to be here for the most part. So we exactly. should be the most comfortable. Like, yeah, fuck facts. That, yeah. Fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> or we get a table, classic, like podcast set up yeah with a round table with yeah. the arms and you know i could get a low table too still like like a know? low table with Yo, the that's couch. just a so that's it's a sofa bed with the with the uh what do you call it that day the, bed thing or the chaise or whatever it's called the, yeah. that the extra the extendo clip you know mm. okay so man's could be lying down the banana like, clip yeah the banana clip man's could be lying down on the banana clip like we while the yeah. podcast is happening you know yeah. like on the banana clip <laughs> pause <laughs> um, i just wanted to before starting um just mention the tragedy that's happened in in lebanon the uh the explosion the yeah. very large explosion and i saw the video uh, most of us probably did um fucking crazy man like just uh i couldn't imagine seeing that right in like your hometown or yeah. like capital city mm-hmm. like imagine something like that going off at lakeshore here and just like all that destruction and and people you know losing their lives or limbs or whatever happened yeah um so as yeah. of now we don't know the cause they say it's an accident right now yeah. that's uh there was some warehouse that had uh, nitro, yeah, stock up of some yeah. nitro, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Something, something very green. explosive. Yeah. Something explosive. Yeah. There's some large type of explosive material. Of explosive. Apparently, they knew about it. It was stocked there for several years. The president stated something about um, it being there for a long time, seven almost so seven, seven years. So um, I don't know if it was fireworks or that, but it might have been an accident. We don't know, but basically, it was tragedy. So um, if you guys want help? You can donate to Lebanese uh, Red Cross. Um, yeah. don't they're only the Lebanese Red Cross I know there's a lot of people taking advantage of that like f- like false like uh, 
organizations trying to take your money. That's just a good point. Only too. donate to in, Lebanese in, uh, Red Cross. In general, too, one. I heard change.org is like, yeah. in terms of the money stuff, like you can sign petitions, but I heard the money system is a little yeah suspect so mm. it's always good to make sure like when you are donating to just mm. vet do a little vet on the do uh, a little bit of research yeah. on who you're donating to i know it's donating it's great but just double check who yeah. you're giving your money to. i'm sure there's a lot of people yeah. that scam yeah uh, especially now you know because it, people are feeling more vulnerable they're feeling like more powerless and we're at home more so we can you know process and yeah. absorb all these things that are going on more so you want to be more charitable more helpful but it's it's always good to make sure that what you're doing is actually helping the people in need yeah. right mm. exactly mm. yeah just just had to state that before starting yeah uh yeah so yeah we had some topics we didn't really have topics people like he just wants stuff. us <laughs> <laughs> to go on topics we didn't really have any uh, i just like structure yeah. what, else, what else happened this week <laughs> Shit. A lot of, of shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Behind happened, the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> half the shit we can't even say. Yeah, no, a lot of like, shit we can't even talk about on here. We just can't talk about it. Uh, it rained this week. <laughs> it, it uh, we're finally getting some cool weather. I feel it's going down to like yeah. 12 today, which yeah. is... Yeah. I had a nice sleep the other yeah. day. It was great, yo. Yeah. It's nice um, waking, not waking up in the morning with a pool of sweat already. Yeah, you know. You know? Like, drenched. Yeah. Yeah. Drenched and just pissing. I'm trying to feel like... <laughs> something did happen this week or last week. I can't remember now what it was you know what happened today what happened today we just uh updated and released the uh yep. the toronto uprising playlist <laughs> um got the a couple august bands. edition yeah august edition that's what we could talk about we can get into that um moving into you a little bit you know we'll get there yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll, end the, it'll, it'll end up there yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we dropped a Update to the playlist, Toronto Uprising. We're trying to make sure that this is at least like the second biggest playlist in the city, just for you know upcoming acts and Facts. everybody in the city. Again, this is a playlist where we're just showing genuine love. And it's also it goes back to I think a big topic that we are we have talked about a lot, and we are going to con- probably going to continue talking about, but just the Toronto music scene in general, mm-hmm. Toronto art scene, and um, you know, like we we we're trying not to be people who talk and say hey here's all the problems that are going on with the toronto music scene i think a couple weeks ago we brought up a a few big points about how the toronto music scene isn't supporting each other and and letting everybody grow uh Mm -hmm. this is one of those things that we decided would would help you know like uh, it's it's a only toronto canadian playlist um no there's no submission fees there's no no it's not it's not supposed to be a thing that's gets a million followers and becomes like you know like another paul in or whatever one of those playlists it's it's supposed if it does if it does does, that's the whole point is it's supposed to be you know like it's weird like as artists when you do things that are actually selfless like this doesn't benefit you guys in any way no it doesn't like like to be fair like you there's you can't really make money directly from playlists mm-hmm. so like what we're doing with the playlist is totally just for the greater good like just for helping artists get more exposure yeah and uh and and, and it's a two-way street you guys have to support the playlist too because you guys have to shout it out and the people who are on it need to share it so then other and artists say, know, you know about and, it and say right? if there's any like heaters or you know under exactly. underground things that are coming up out of toronto that you think need yeah that that to be in that conversation or to be in that same attention, right? Like, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this gathering place, right? I, I will say that was one of the annoying things for me. I was 
putting out bare posts yeah. for people. I was like putting out posts even on my personal account, bro. Anybody send in music. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for some R&B. I'm looking for some females. Like anybody send us like, music, any genre. Yeah. I want anything. Just send us music. And I got like five people sending some things. Even though I know I'm looking at who who viewed our shit, and I'm like, you dropped a song. You dropped a song. You know somebody that has music out for sure. And nobody's sending shit in. <laughs> nobody cares. Like yeah. Like bro, I get it. We ain't Spotify. <laughs> Yep. And everyone, again, even with playlists, people care about clout. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be on Spotify. But the thing like, about Spotify it. is if you watch any of the, there's, like, you know, tutorial videos or just, li- they give you, like, little things about, like, how to get on their playlists. Yeah. What they, and even uh, when you go into the Spotify analytics, they'll show, because they, they separate the, um, the analytics between like the Discover Weekly mm-hmm. and like their playlists, like, you know, uh, daily mixes. And then they have like the user created playlists. Mm-hmm. And they say that to get on these Spotify created playlists, you need to get on those user playlists. Like mm-hmm. the more of those that you get on, like the more you engage with just regular Spotify users Facts. and you get on their playlist, exactly. that's Facts. how the Spotify ag- algorithms pick up your shit. Exactly. Yeah, if you, you yeah, that's a good point. If you want to, and it doesn't mean just ours, but for example, if you want to be on Northern Bars, you want to be on uh, the new Toronto, whatever. Um, you're probably going to have to be on ours or, or something like ours first. Yeah. yeah. If you ain't even getting on ours, then... like Unless you know the like, person directly <laughs> yeah. who yeah. makes that playlist. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's possible to. Yeah. yeah. It's bring, possible, it, bring it back yeah. to when Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were trying to get their number one. That's what they're saying. They're like, make sure you guys add my song to your playlists mm-hmm. so that it can be then put into other playlists yeah. so even, yeah, more at the top, at the top, top <laughs> level, the, at the, literally at the top yeah. level, they're still worried about, or they're still concerned about those things. Like the user yeah. plays. Yeah, yeah. Cause all those, all those streams snowball, like mm-hmm. yeah. the more, the more, literally the more playlists your song is on, no matter what the size, if it's 20 or a, a hundred thousand followers, like you're getting more exposure and that's yeah. snowballing regardless. So, yeah. So yeah, just I wouldn't even the the whole like oh this 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 uh playlist has twenty followers is not worth my time is bullshit. Like mm-hmm. no, it is because mm-hmm. like you're still getting streams. Like why the fuck not? Like exactly. The fuck? There's still people like, that are listening to your music that never listen to your that's music. That's just like an ego thing or something. Cause, yeah. Come on. Yeah, we have a couple people that it'll like you know send yeah. their stuff in, which is good. We appreciate uh, we, it. We got we got some submissions today while I was making it. Um. So shouts out those people. They're on the list. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, just support the playlist, man. It's, it's for the city. It's for Canadian music. You know what I mean? We have, we have a couple other artists that aren't from Toronto on there, um, from Montreal, from Vancouver. Actually, I forgot forgot to add them. I gotta add, (laughs) I gotta add Manila, Manila Gray. Uh, they're from Vancouver. So I have to add them onto the playlist. Yeah, they're dope. Um, but yeah, man, just support it. It's. Just fucking follow the fucking playlist and run it through one time. See, that's the thing too. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, we talk about the Toronto music scene, but uh, we also talk about the Canada music scene. Yeah. The Canada music scene is has as all the problems that the Toronto music scene yeah, has. So exactly. it's not like even we're, more. Yeah, it's not like we're trying to. Uh, discl- it's it, it just we, yeah. we know more about the Toronto music exactly. scene. Exactly. I can't. So it's actually the people. If you are in 
everywhere else in Canada. Like, those are the submissions that we want. Because yeah. I do want to hear... Because we were roasting fucking Calgary and <laughs> Edmonton for their sure rap they got, scene. I, sure yeah. I want to hear the hardest... Yeah, I want yeah, to hear, hear the, the good shit, yeah, though. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, we got some country rappers. Yeah. That'd yeah, be crazy. Man. That'd be sick. Yeah. 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 I, see, I see one video some man's... I think they're in fucking Saskatchewan or something. Yeah. There's some doing some drill shit out there. I was like, that's hard, that's crazy, bro. SK drill, bro. Yeah, bro. SK like, drill, fighting a moose. Yeah, yeah you're fighting, a, <laughs> pulling up on a moose. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, bro. But um, yeah, man, just support the fucking playlist. Like, it's not that hard. I hate to say this, but this shit's free. Like, it's not hard. You hit follow and you listen to the playlist quietly you're not gonna you may not like every song yeah cool. that's fine you can fucking skip a song it's a playlist <laughs> with diverse artists on it i want to get i want to make sure we could show people what type of music we make here again not only in canada but here in our city you know what I yeah mean? it's like if you don't like it at least you appreciate the fact that it's coming out of the you mm-hmm. know that there is this scene being tackled in yeah. in the city right like yeah. yeah six buzz is not doing that for you your northern bars is not doing that for you. Yeah, they like it's literally Killy Nav. Like those playlists <laughs> again, they f- they favor people who are signed to large labels or are in talks with very large labels already. Like there's no true true independence on those on those. There's maybe a, a few, but uh, there are there are independents, but it's just it's the it's the mans that have the attention that we don't it's, want to have the attention. And it's longer. like oh, it's always just enough yeah. of the independent mans, so it's yeah. like. Okay, it's like, okay, yeah, you're not just doing the mainstream bands. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally yeah. know that they're putting in just the amount of, like, unknown names. Yeah, so like, they'll throw a Sean Leon on, you know? Like, whatever. Like, yeah. They'll throw a couple, like... Yeah. But they're still, like, relatively well-known independents. Yeah, they're not putting no, uh, you know, um, less than 1,000 people on their playlist. Oh, hell you know no. I mean? Hell no. You gotta have at least, like, yeah. a song or two that's gonna have it 50K streams mm-hmm. or more, like, at least. Yeah. You know, like um, they're I don't know. They probably got a monthly listener limit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably, if it, yeah. If it was like you gotta have at least like fifty k monthly listeners, yeah. or you're not on it. Yeah, you know? we don't care about like, that. <laughs> no, like we have we have artists on there. I'm sure they only have less than a thousand monthly listeners. Bro, I was looking sure. at I was moving I was moving some of our artists off the playlist, um, just because you know it's we ex- old it's old news now. Sorry, <laughs> and <laughs> some of them have like 40, 40 monthly listeners, twenty monthly listeners, and I'm like, sick. Yeah. Like at least you got a chance to be on the fucking playlist, and those were the people that were sending us love when they found out they're on the playlist because you know, it's like they don't get that recognition. On I've releases. never, I've never understood that. Like, um, you know, for my own music, uh, with uh, you know, Tropic came out last year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, a lot of well, that and also just a lot of the press because that one I had like an actual like PR team on it so I could see like some emails that I might not have access to before because mm-hmm. they just wouldn't respond to my emails based yeah. on my just because it's based just on my email address. Yeah. 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 Um but seeing some of the emails it'd be like oh yeah like uh this this song is cool uh but it's you know it's a, it's older than 3 months and we only kind of accept new music. And so it was either that Re-release. or or mm-hmm. uh or they would say that you know this artist isn't big enough. Like I've seen that more times than I've seen, like, yeah, I don't like this song. Which yeah, exactly. I would much more prefer because yeah, tell it's me just you don't like, like the song. Yeah, because it's just like, okay, cool. But like, when the criteria is like, I, I do like the song, but our website is only for music that's r- released uh, within three months, and it's only for artists who have a, a name or they have something going for them. It's not necessarily. It doesn't need to be the million uh, monthly listeners. Sometimes it just needs to be like in your bio. You put like, oh, they're you know signed to 
this mm-hmm. person or they're being mentored by this mm-hmm. person or whatever. You just need to have the right name in it, right? And yeah. like why well, the, the three month thing, like why why is that a thing? You oh, know, no. if you think That's about stupid, yeah. if you think about like yeah. Pretty much all artists. I wouldn't even say just artists like like us who have to like kind of hold on to music. I feel like even uh, pop artists at the top, like it, it works on both levels. Like because those people who have those major label contracts, they aren't able to release their music right away. But then people like us who have the they have no contacts. It's yeah. like you 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 know you finish a project and you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do with it? And then you end up having to wait another two three months to put together some sort of marketing plan just based on the cold emails that you throw out, right? Mm-hmm. And by that time that you're already done, I, it's happened before where I've wanted to release a song, even though the song's been six months or year, two years old, I, I, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, this is gonna get released. And then even after that point, it's like, okay, uh, it's been three months now because, you know, I dropped it on my SoundCloud just, yeah. you know, just for everybody. And then it's like, okay, yeah, sorry, it's old now. Yeah. But exactly. it's like, but the song's already been like two years old for me. Yeah. You know, how do you not understand that <clears throat> if there's, if, you know, there's only 20 monthly listeners on my fucking uh, bio, it doesn't matter if the song is eight years old. That's what I was it trying to say. It doesn't matter if it's 20 Bro, years you old. You could just exactly. delete that you know shit off. I mean? You could probably just exactly. delete that shit off Spotify. Yeah. And then re upload it and be like, oh, look, it's new again. Yeah, exactly. It's like they wouldn't even know. It, like, and then, and then they know? still those those blogs still try to um, put in their bio or put in their you know persona that they love discovering undiscovered. Uh, You're fucking liars. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Did I say that? Whoa. That came out. Cause like, <laughs> w- like you're only looking for new music, and you're not looking for artists who don't have something that's already gonna set them up, so that when you when you blog about them three months later, they're inevitably gonna blow up because they already have you know, mm-hmm. label connections or whatever. Exactly. Right? Like, they're not looking for somebody that was, you know, undiscovered. Nobody's seen them. Mm-hmm. But you happen to get this email and, like, you're not going to just take it because it's, you know, it's a hot song. Exactly. Anyways, Toronto Uprising playlist. Make sure you check it out. We got uh, Ross Fresco on there. We got No Tourists. We got Claremont II. We got some low-key new Kevin A. Yeah, we got low key Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we got that Beyond Location on there. We got some Yara on there. We got Lucala on there. Yeah, I didn't want to get into it right away because it's yeah, the first segment. Know. You know, <laughs> we got some Joel on there. Yo, man, we got some Wizzy MC. Yo, we mm. got some. Se- Yo, Ooh, some seven fifty, some throwbacks. <laughs> Yo, so I got Ova. I got Ova on there. Yeah. There's a seven fifty on there too. <laughs> yeah, Ova right at the end. You're right at the this end. Yo, it's ended out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Just because that song um, was but slept yeah, on. yo, <laughs> support the playlist, please. Just uh, not begging you. Just, just do it. Just you know, do it because whatever, it's like you guys are on it. Like exactly because these are the, the same people that are checking out our stuff. Honestly, are artists and other creatives that want to get on and they yeah, want to yeah. build the relationships. They want to be part of the community. They want to do this shit, but they're not reaching out. You guys are fucking shy. The goal. Listen to the fucking playlist. Yeah. Follow us. DM us your music. Like I'm, we're down. We listen to your music. Oh yeah, we do. Like we we'll listen do. to it. We'll email you back. Yeah, we send emails back. We're not at that point where we get like twenty. If you send me an email in a day, if you even send me an email to my personal Jamile at lostnostalgia.co email, I will critique your your music. Yeah. I've done that for several artists already. They just send me this shit. Yo, just let me know what you think of this. And we're and not like, getting oh, paid cool. to do that. Exactly. That is, that is free. Like we take our free time to just do that. Yeah, like I was watching cool. a, a beat battle today with Kenny Beats on that like, he does on Twitch. I'm like, yo, I would love to do that because yeah. we have the, like if we ever did get more of a platform, we wouldn't have the time to do that anymore. So mm-hmm. that would be something that would be great to do right now, where exactly. you could like critique people. And it's like it's not a thing that we're 
you know, we're not gaining anything out of it and we're not trying to say that we're better than you or, you know, like, it's just, no. it's just honest opinions. Like, yeah, honest I just want to show love and then give my opinion on stuff so that if maybe my opinion will help you become a better artist yeah. or, you know, change up that one thing on your project or make you look at your music in a different way, you know, maybe not, but and opinions are a lot of things that you aren't getting from your friends right now. And also, like, we know what it was like to be emerging artists. So it's like we know when you're in that stage where you know that uh, the quality of music that you're making isn't at the level of, you know, where you want to be. So you mm-hmm. that's the time that you do want to hear those things. But we kind of had to just push through all that shit. And, like, we knew that, you know, it wasn't there yet. But, like, we knew that there we knew what pieces there were. But mm-hmm. it would be nice to hear that from other people, right? Yeah, like, exactly. just be honest about your shit. Like, if you're not, <clears throat> if you just started... We, you're not you're probably not going to be good like <laughs> yeah that's fine yeah. <laughs> but like obviously people can pick out the the good parts about it and yeah. like you just have to be honest with yourself first i guess exactly, exactly. so i know that's a w for sure yeah the raptors are just eating the backs they're eating though their we got the game behind us here so guys yeah they're winning by a lot so they're not uh, yeah shout out the uh the uh nba there's been some great games. Uh, yeah, man. It's been it's been I one mean, of the high, uh, the the nice points of I think the, this whole thing. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think other sports are gonna flop, and the basketball is gonna really succeed. I was gonna, I was gonna say, this. you guys notice uh, CFL didn't come back. Well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. They actually have no money. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't. Yeah, they barely. I feel, bad. I, feel, I feel like they barely have money like during a regular season. Yeah, yeah dude. I, yeah, no CFL this year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, baseball started. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they started, but they're getting like their man's already you're dead. Yeah, they already have COVID. There was one uh, the yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals. I think they went to a club. One team went to a club, and Stupid. one team went to. They Stupid. shouldn't be allowed to go to somewhere. Clubs, and man. then so like they're what? they just can't play a game for like a week now. And it's like you know baseball, they play every fucking day. So yeah, it's like they're, they're they've delayed already like five six games or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not gonna last. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. And they already wanted to play, I think it was like 66 games, so I don't know, like, and because usually a normal baseball season is 160, so I don't know, mm-hmm. like, what they're trying to do with, with this season. But yeah. basketball, they look like they did a good job. Um, Adam Silver's doing his thing. Yeah. He's one of the he's one of those uh, owners or execs or whatever you want to call them where I fuck with him. Yeah. Like, he's always, like, been on top of shit. Yeah. I like the whole Black Lives Matter. I like the whole put a message on that. your back. Uh I like I like the fucking Zoom crowd with yeah. the webcams in the back, and anybody that isn't playing basketball is masked up pretty much. And yeah, like I like everything that I they're like doing. Everything I'm they're doing yeah. it all makes like, sense. Like uh, letting uh, other players watch the game, yeah. like in the back. Um, yeah, and the distancing, yeah, the, the ref calls. Uh, yeah, the, the ref calls. You could actually hear them. Like, yeah, I. I <laughs> I wouldn't mind this for a little bit. Like <laughs> I remember seeing at first, like something he made a he made a statement saying like he wouldn't let the players kneel, but clearly they yeah. they're all kneeling. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's cool. that was the one thing where I'm like, all right, yo, come yeah, on, yeah, chill. yeah. Obviously, these guys that. are gonna fucking kneel. Yeah, and you're then wild. they they did. So like, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So Adam Silver's doing his thing, man. Yeah. Uh, I think they're gonna be able to run this whole basketball thing for however long COVID is, and if they ever need to, then they could do this again. You know, because. This is the good thing about everything that's been happening with COVID. It's like we've all kind of figured out ways to do things alternately. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, you know, I used to, I, I enjoy going to a game, but like man's would go once every two seasons, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because uh, prices are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Especially this season. Kinda we probably wouldn't seasons, be able to yeah. get a ticket because you wouldn't be able defending to defending champs. Yeah, right? you wouldn't be able to get a Raptors Yeah. Team. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to mention one more thing about the the playlist. Yeah, Sorry. Go for it. I think, yeah, I just thought, I think the last message with it, the overall goal is just to create a playlist that if you're, if you're an artist coming up, you can rely on it mm-hmm. to grow. Yeah. And that's it because there's literally when you're, when you're an artist that has no money, you record in your bedroom, uh, whatever, you have no clout. That's the say. time that you're looking for somebody to tell you, yeah. like, keep going. If they're, they're not, yeah. you know, you're not looking for somebody to say, like, you're a star. Yeah. You're just looking for them to say, like, hey, we support what we you're support doing. What you're yeah, doing. Exactly. We like the music. Yeah. Exactly. If there could be a resource, a free resource that you don't have to, you don't have to make some sort of deal or you don't have to give something back. Because we're not asking for anything in return. We don't even ask you to follow the playlist, which none of you fucking do, bro. <laughs> I mean, if you follow the playlist, that's good. Or I don't even care about the follow. Just uh, share it on your social media. Yeah, we don't even ask. And, and you share. Guys don't, a lot of you guys don't do that either. Share it on your like, social media so then other artists that follow you see it and then they look into it. Exactly. And it's going to snowball. Like, yeah, man. So anyways, yeah. I just, we you want, might take their fans. Facts. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. We don't just, know. Yeah, We're trying to help you. Yeah. We want a resource that's free, that isn't going to require any kind of deal or whatever. An artist that's coming up can literally have the chance to be on a playlist that has like a hundred thousand yeah. followers, mm-hmm. you know, the size of like a real Spotify playlist yeah. that they don't have to do anything for. Yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty you know? crazy. Like the time is cha- like, you know, streaming is the, it's the, the way to new music now. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I think even just the, the difference, the five year difference between when we were emerging artists, you know, at the top of this decade, we could still submit to blogs. Mm-hmm. You know, like now I don't feel a need to submit to blog. Like I haven't felt a need in like five years, yeah, but, a long time, yeah. but you know, like there was a time when as an emerging artist, like I could still sum- submit to like indie blogs and I would get like a hundred plays or whatever off their, off their blog. Cause people would still actually did go to indie blogs, but mm-hmm. people, those aren't things now, you know, like now it's, it's playlists like this, like this is the new indie blog. It's yeah. these small playlists, right? Yeah. And I know damn well, and someone will argue, well, maybe there's not enough people wanting to listen to, to, to upcoming artists. That's bullshit. Cause I know there's a market for it. There's definitely those people who want to find new artists. Exactly. Right? And that's what we want that resource to exactly. be. We want to be a place where you can show up every month and be like, oh shit, who's popping? Who's on the come up in Toronto? Exactly. Oh, there's a list for me right there. Find some new people. Especially cool. with a place like Toronto. Like, exactly. Yeah. Which has this, this like, this, uh, like you could get people like not from Toronto who are looking and like, okay, what's popping in Toronto right now? But they don't have those resources, right? But yeah. people don't realize, like, we need to we need to build these things up ourselves. You know, like, Atlanta didn't just come up, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? How do you find new artists? Like, and we've talked about this before, but how do you find new artists nowadays? <laughs> like, I find through... I know, you could you could do yeah. the research. Yeah, I but do most people don't put the t- Most <laughs> yeah. people, the average Joe isn't putting in the time yeah. to go and... They don't give a fuck. They just... Yeah. The, whatever the labels feed them on the radio... Yeah. on youtube suggestions and those big and playlists those big yeah. playlists yeah. is who they're knowing they're not knowing about the tamirs and mm-hmm. the kevin a's and mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. but you know as of now you know they need there's always been that market i'm part of that. that i'm part of that market of people that is always looking for new artists so yeah because you're you're not like yeah i'm talking yeah. about the average person like my yeah, girlfriend yeah. who's trying to find new rappers yeah exactly like, like she ain't that's a yeah, doing that, that. no but that's a good <laughs> like, difference is like there are people who want new music but they don't know where to go for it so and it's yeah. like yeah. I, I remember that too when i was like f- you know 14 15 or whatever i was like i want new shit but i don't know where to go for it and it's just kind of like you yeah. gotta look for it yourself yeah, look. but i was 14 i didn't i had the time to go and do that people are like adults they don't have the time to do this shit yeah, now right exactly. like 
and but like we have so much more resources like things like spotify you know like you can and that's the thing too like you can like when i was new to spotify i was like okay this shit's mainstream i'm never gonna find anything new on here but i found ways now to like be able to discover new music through like it's just the way that you know you as a person kind of search out Mm -hmm. things but sometimes especially us who are like the curators or the creators of this shit like we need to make we need to see like where these things are hard for for like normal consumers not to be able to to find out these things and we have to be the ones to like figure it out and that's what toronto uprising is so (laughs) facts Facts. done welcome back lawson talks 45 let me just get this celties game on you know yeah cool Jay, uh, um, I was about to say Jay as well. Raps just won. Congrats. Handily, yo. they're killing Raps it. Are on I'm fire, so glad bro. because I remember, you know, before the NBA was restarting, everybody was like, who you got? You got the Bucks, you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers. Nobody was talking about us. They were talking about the Celtics. They were talking about the, Not the champs. The Pacers before the champs. Oh, they lost Kawhi, their shit now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what everyone's thinking. We don't need Kawhi. Wild, we're still second in the East. LeBron said it himself. Yeah. LeBron said it. Yeah, because he got his ass ate. That's why he had to say it. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, but to be fair, when he broke our back, uh, uh, that year, uh, the year, the year before, was it year before? Or two years before Kawhi, when mm-hmm. we were in the conference finals, and uh, everybody thought we were gonna make it, and I was like, I don't, I didn't know why we were even in the fucking conference finals. Or was it the second round or conference finals? It was conference, right? Against uh, my um, against uh, LeBron? No, it was second. It round? was second round. That's why that and we thought we were done. Yeah, we thought we were done, and then yeah, we thought we were. I think it was second round that year. Yeah, what? Either way, like I remember LeBron dis, like you know dismantled yeah. our backs, and yeah. uh, and everybody was like, "Oh that no, we had such a good run." I'm like, the the, uh, the second round was when we got swept, right? Yeah, yeah, and I and I was still like. And LeBron still gave us praise, and I'm like, yo, you're giving us too much praise, bro. Yeah, like, you know, you you like you know for the past, uh, you know, up until that point in LeBron's career, it, he knew that the East was a breeze. So yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's good to it's good to see a little bit of competition. It like now it's 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 Milwaukee, it's Giannis and us, but yeah. nobody's talking about us. Exactly. They're talking about Boston. They're not there yet. No, they're <laughs> not. We're we're we are in a good position. They're just. Blatantly dissing us <laughs> all the time, bro. I still, I don't know if it's because we're Canadian. They're, they're Americans, man. It's because yeah. we're a Canadian team. It, it always us. is a Canadian team thing. You know? It's a Canadian thing. People don't respect Canada at all. They don't respect our music. Shit. They don't respect anything that we do, but they love us secretly, we, we, and they don't know yeah, we're they, fucking they, Canadian. They yeah. love all the people we we give you, like yeah. literally. Do I have to name them? We don't really don't have to name <laughs> the them. The top artists in the like, music world. Top R&B artists or pop or whatever you want to call them. Top rapper. Yeah, top exactly. Fucking top pop too. Top yeah. pop. Top, yeah. Biebs is from Canada. So, I mean, he counts. Whatever. Uh, top. It's all top. <laughs> top. Celine Dion. Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Shania Twain? We pulled up the list, bro. We did. They were fucking rich, yo. Yeah. Shit. Celine Shit. Dion's cake, yo. Celine Dion. Fuck. Jeez. I'm yeah. just busting down some so weed. Busting it. Yeah. We got the yeah, same sure. day delivery on the on the Kush eyes. On the Kush eyes. Shout out Black Glove. Black what? not Black Love. Black Glove. Phone, shout out Black Love too. But right. shout out Black Love. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Black Love Matters. Black Love Matters. Mm. Hmm. Protect um, black women. Yeah. Yes. We're all about it. Mm-hmm. 
it's that time of year i have fruit flies in my house i was at blurda's house yesterday she has fruit flies all over the place i'm at ian's house is a one two mm. upstairs couple, though not yeah. in the basement. we got rotting bananas upstairs that's, that's what it, that'll that's do it, it. that's yeah, what it that's is the one yeah because those bananas in the summer rotting rot bananas quick. is a classic <laughs> fruit fry <laughs> fruit fry like it just begins your issues because yo, those fuckers go bad in like three four days i bro. yo honestly yeah. like i i i like bananas but my parents were like I don't buy bananas. Like I'll eat bananas yeah. if they're in the house. Yeah. But I wouldn't go out of my way to buy one. I've but my bananas parents will once. always be buying them, and then they'll be like, "Oh, this is for Kevin." No. And it's not. I'm, yo, I'm not eating no. I'll, eat, I'll eat one banana a week. Yeah. If I see it there, I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to eat a full meal. I'll just peel this fucking thing. <laughs> Little trick. But like, here. I'm not eating it every day because it's just yeah. it's just too much work. Little yeah. trick. If you like smoothies, if your bananas are going black, you can. Just toss it in there. You can toss them and uh, freeze them. So put them in a Ziploc, freeze them. Yeah, once your bananas good. start going black, just put them in the freezer. Freezer. Yeah. You can make you a can, banana bread too. You banana can bread. use a banana yeah. bread or a smoothie or something yeah. like that. That's what I do. So Or or if it. you're my mother, just leave it in the freezer while it's black until... <laughs> I don't know why it's still here. It's just there for a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. And you I'm can't waste it. That's and I'm like, thing, why? Yeah. Why do we have bananas from fucking last August? In the bananas are in like the forty cents each, bro. Like crazy. <laughs> and she always say, "Yeah, I'm gonna make banana bread." It never happens. It never happens. Yeah. I haven't seen banana bread in fucking. I don't even Shit. know. Yeah. Yeah, the banana bread bananas is like, have got to be. It's it's a wasted. you got to like really just commit to it because it's not hard, but it's just you got to pound them and like it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good, yo. If you yo banana bread, I don't know. Like I feel like there's there's people who don't like bananas, which is weird. But like people always banana fuck with banana amazing. bread. Yeah. yeah, banana bread's amazing. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna need some banana bread soon. So yeah, uh, what were we actually gonna talk about? Your music. Yeah, we were just talking uh, about uh, Spotify analytics a little bit there. I was just, you know, it's interesting. If you're an artist and you use, well, I use DistroKid still, but I'm sure it's probably easier to ha- see those, or it should be better if you use one of those other uh, stream uh, distribution places. If you, their analytics should be better. Should be. Distro, DistroKid should be the worst analytics. Yeah, uh, but really, technically, DistroKid is the most lit. But see, so the thing with DistroKid is like it's uh, it's free to you can release unlimited music if you just get the yearly membership. Whereas with mm-hmm. places like uh, CD Baby and uh, what's the other one, TuneCore, TuneCore, it's like you got to pay based on the album or like based on the song. So if you release an album, I think it's like fifty dollars. Whereas with DistroKid, it's like you pay thirty dollars a year or whatever, yeah. and you can un- release unlimited music. Yeah. So I think people use DistroKid more, but like you get more features with the other, with the shit, other shit, right? Like because so we can't even yeah we can't change people's names and shit like that. Yeah, and also like you know uh, if when looking at your money, like you can't see the what certain what each song makes. You can only see like how much money you made from iTunes or how much money mm-hmm. you made from Spotify, right? Like you won't see like the breakdown per song. Mm. which would i guess be beneficial if you have like a lot of features or like if you don't produce everything but like you know we do all our own shit we do so. all our own shit so. and that's not a brag that's just that it's is just in-house nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh yeah we were, we were looking at it and you'd be surprised how many playlists i mean it's like a little personal so playlist like, that I, people I, listen to on the way to work no but, so yeah like i got a lot. um make me move premiered on ear milk and uh it got on the playlist and it only had like 50 plays or something out of the ear milk gave you 50 plays two or two or three months that it was on there and i think mm-hmm. they have i don't know 
I don't even need to lie, but I'm pretty sure it's like 50,000 on their yeah. wow. followers that they have. Is it on one of those playlists well, where they so have the a lot of tracks? Yeah, it was Ear Milk throughout, right? It was like, yeah, so it was probably like 300 <laughs> See, tracks or whatever, right? And to, to go back to our playlist, we like, I don't know, <clears throat> there's a debate. Like, is, is a playlist good when it's like really long, when it's like, like four hours, five hours long? Or is it better when a playlist is only like pretty much the length of an album or a little longer, like <clears throat> maybe like two hours, yeah. two hours I, or I, eight hours? Like I what's personally, better? I love me a long playlist, but I like that for a mood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, like you put that on and forget about it. Yeah. Like you're you okay? You got shit to do. You're working. Well, see, like a playlist like Toronto Uprising could be a long playlist. It could be. It could if be. People were submitting because yeah. that's yeah. the type of thing it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a vibe, right? Yeah. There are things where it's like you just want like a very consolidated feeling and you don't want more than like two hours because you want to listen to the whole playlist mm-hmm. yeah. but there are like there are like things like but that like there are i think there's there's a pat there's a point past like too long right like yeah. there's ones yeah where there's, i've seen them where, where, where there's like 500 or like a thousand yeah, i've seen playlists you know yeah. yeah yeah i've seen playlists where it's like they've literally never removed the song yeah exactly like song, it's a playlist existed for three years and they have three years <laughs> worth of, of music added up yeah so what, i've seen playlists where it's like 12 hours or something crazy like yeah that. Yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> Where it's yeah. like none of like all, most of those songs are never getting streams because no one's making it through there. Like yeah, that's why we make ours. Ours is like a, an hour and a half to two hours. As of now, I mean, if we get more submissions, we might want to make it maybe twice as long. Yeah, but, but I don't know about like four-ish hours might be the max. I would yeah, I'm doing max. No, but yeah, I would, yeah, I'd say like four hours is good for yeah the amount of music that's coming out. Of yeah, time. I mean, yeah. most people are not sitting down and listening to something longer than four hours, anyways. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you actually have headphones in for four hours more than four hours exactly or playing out loud for four hours Rarely. probably not that Rarely. much longer right unless it's like lo-fi where it's like you like lo-fi could be long mm-hmm. that could be like 12 hours because yeah that, you could literally play that all day in your house if you wanted that shit is and you don't even i don't know like i get i get why that should pop so much but like that that thing became like a fucking like it's a thing yeah, like I seen uh, like Adult Swim, they have like a Rick and Morty version of it. Yeah. Will There's Smith, Will Smith version of it. Yeah, world. where they do that same graphic, like the same kind of style of picture with the low. Emotional Tokyo. Yeah, that's where it all came from. Emotional Tokyo is the originator, the OG. Which is it, it's crazy because I remember hearing about that world. like time ago, yeah. and I'm like, yo, this shit's hard. Mm-hmm. And then it just like it just popped, and it's so weird, like. Mm. Now Trap it's, it in it's heaven. Like, yeah. It's like a genre. Yeah, there, there's artists that are signed that make these things now. Yep. Uh, one of them, uh, kind of, uh, he's kind of a little bit lo-fi, a little bit like uh, Freddie Dread. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he's a dude from Toronto. He makes like lo-fi shit. Mm. Um, he's pretty dope. Check him out. Freddie Dread. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Um, but he makes like a bit of lo-fi, a bit of like remix stuff, like sampling a lot of stuff. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's people literally making like livings off that shit now. Yep. Not just like, yeah, random Spotify playlists and stuff. <clears throat> Even yeah. going back to the random Spotify playlists, you'd be surprised how many plays Kevin had on those. Like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, like, not like a not like a lot, but it's like you'd be surprised that just random men's have him on random playlists and he's getting like 50, maybe yeah, a couple, like a hundred something plays you know, it, on that random the way playlist. That, yeah, the way that DistroKid sorts it, they'll show you. Well, I mean, you could sort it based on listeners or based on streams or whatever, but it'll obviously mostly be based on streams and you could look at a playlist that gives you, you know, 500 or whatever views and be like, yo, that's, that's great. But then I will, you, you'll see the ones where it says like how many listeners are listening to this and I'll see you like, Oh, only one or two people listen to this, but there's 50 plays on it. There's a hundred plays on it. That's 
so I'm like, okay, this person made a personal playlist. They showed it to their one friend or their two friends, and they're all bumping it. Yeah. That yeah. shit makes me so much more happy than being on a playlist that has 50,000 followers, but I only get 100 plays yeah. off of it. With 3,000 songs on it. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> it makes you feel like a bunch of people are either ignoring it or... yeah. Or that's the thing because yeah the you'll get it cause especially yeah. if you're like high up in that playlist and like it has ten thousand followers and you only get 100 plays like you're like oh are man just skipping my shit like you know all the yeah, time exactly. or and yes. i know it's kind of weird too i feel like spotify plays are a little weird like i think you got to listen to like a lot of this i haven't looked i haven't looked it up in a while but i feel like you got to look up like or you got to play like a lot of the song for it to count as a play yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, but. there's uh at least for our like for our podcast analytics, for example, yeah, you got you got play, you got a like list a listen or stream or whatever and then just like a start. Yeah, so yeah. So basically, yeah. at least for podcasts, start meaning they just clicked it. Yeah. A, a a listen or a play, you have to listen for a, for podcast anyways, it's for at least 1 minute. Mm-hmm. then that counts as a stream mm-hmm. or a play stream is one minute or more so if they caught out in the first minute less than a, less than a minute uh it just counts as a start mm. so you get starts and listens mm. and starts don't count as plays right starts are not plays so if, even starts. if you fucking hate the episode that we're talking about if you put our shit on just leave it on for a minute and then we'll get our point zero zero four cents just and leave it cut. please just leave it on for a minute. Because if you leave it on for five seconds and say this shit's trash. Bro, we haven't even started the pod after a minute. Like, come on. Yeah. There's nothing to hate. Like, unless you hate, yo, welcome to episode 45. Like, yo, fuck this shit. This fucking, this fucking pod, we didn't even start in the first know. minute. You know what I mean? You're like, oh shit, it's in 4K. Like, yeah. So, like, mans would be like, oh, these guys aren't even serious. And yeah, we don't exactly. get a play for that. You know? yeah, like, fucking fucking loser episode 45. Fucking losers. Fucking fucks. Fucking losers. <laughs> oh fuck! But yeah. But yeah, I think it it, it all goes. Uh, it all it all ties into. Uh, I, I dropped an album last week. Secretly. Yeah. Very secretly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it was secret, but it it's it's funny because it's not secret because the the people that I would have told it to in person that I would have texted and been like, hey, I dropped this album. I already I did it. Yeah, like, exactly. So it's it's a really weird thing to be an artist now, and I think it's it's interesting to see it from somebody's perspective, like somebody like mine. Who we'll go back a little bit. So yeah, like I said, a year ago I dropped Tropic, and you know it did it did, it did some numbers. Um, I was expecting so Tropic was supposed to be the thing that was supposed to be the debut in the sense that I would be able to, after that point, be able to release things, you know, a little bit more freely. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it wasn't a debut album, but it was the debut EP. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even to get to that point, like, it, it, it's a long conversation to talk. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. just basically, Years. It, it took, <laughs> like, about uh, at least a year and a half, maybe two years longer than it should have. So I finished mixing all of the songs on Tropic in March 2018, and that shit came out in August 2019. And that wasn't, and that wasn't like there was bare delays. There was a couple of delays, you know, like Sampreeth took like let's say a month extra to make Make Me Move. So that let's count that as a month. And then other than that, it's literally it ju- it just came down to like you know like. People weren't responding to an email, so I gotta wait another week. Yeah. Like that's what it came down to. Yeah, yeah. And so Tropic came out, and 
after Tropic came out, uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to try and keep up the momentum at least because we have a couple of videos waiting in the wings. Uh, Kwame Brown wasn't supposed to be done as late as it was supposed to, but it got it got done. And, you know, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but the, the, matter, so yeah. like, I, you know, uh, after Tropic, I applied for a couple of grants to release a debut album where I would have put in, I think I applied for like 20K to, you know, work with engineers and put together this project based on some demos that I had that would make it like a little bit of a bigger project. And I wasn't like fully sold on it because we've talked about this, but like, you know, the high idea of an album nowadays is not like, it's not as, it not it isn't what it used to mean. Mm-hmm. And people still try to pretend like it is what it, it does mean. But we are also in a time where we're aware that like, if you're an upcoming artist, all you should do is release singles. So yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's kind of yeah. weird, right? Yeah. And like, but, but, you know, because I'm so used to writing grants, it's just like, it's natural. Like, you know, with Tropic, like I had such a strong storyline for all of the songs and stuff. And it would have been nice to have the money to get the grants to do the videos for all of them. But, you know, obviously it's a first project. It's not going to happen. We're going to have more ideas. Yeah. Let's see. You know, uh, so none of the grants came through. And then, um, and then wave happened this is the beginning of this year if everybody if anybody can remember what it was like in january and february (laughs) mans were still like you know expecting good things but uh that didn't happen but uh the end of wave happened and then we got nui blanche so it was just like actually i think within nui blanche and quarantine happening it was like two weeks so then as soon as quarantine hit it's like everybody's plans are thrown off and then I was still, uh, we, you know, we're always thinking of ideas to come out with with things. You know, I'm always thinking about if it's not an album idea, it's like single ideas. You know, I, was, I think I told you that guys that I wanted to drop like the Birdo acoustic like yeah. in March. Maybe. Yeah, well, song's so sick. By yeah. Way. And I was like, so I was, I've been mixing songs. I've been, you know, thinking about ideas. I've been sending out ideas to people to be like, hey, like I have some graphic design ideas and see what happens but you know like people were just taking too long you know she was taking too long then fucking Kwame Brown finally got finished and then George Floyd got killed and yep. you know the whole world got like thrown into a completely different space and it's like we're all just ad- we're, we're all just adapting yeah right? exactly and that's the thing it's like it's funny when like people are asking me like you know why did it take so long for this to come out or for this for that to come out it's like don't you know that like what was going on in your life at that yeah, time? Yeah, exactly. Your life has been put on yeah. hold as well. Literally, if like it, it, it's it's a hard story, but the only reason that I can't tell you what what happened is because it it would just take too long. Because it would it, it's literally a three year story as to why the 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 difference between when Make Me Move was done and when Make Me Move got released took three years. It, it's a three year story, right? Literally, like that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it comes down to and like so things like you know why haven't you released new music look what happened in the last year we mm-hmm. had we had five months of freedom and then we're, we're locked up for the last five months yeah you know but i didn't want to be somebody who was holding on to music for that long i wanted new music out i wanted to be, put my shit on playlists i wanted I had ideas that I didn't want because there were already ideas that I had in 2015, 2016, where I'm like, all right, I just got to expand on them or, you know, I got to make them better or I got to, you know, use them in another way because I got to move on from this idea. Right. Like, yeah, the original idea for um, for Tropic was in 2015 was like a four song EP 
where each song would be like one of the elements, you know, so Make <clears throat> Me Move would have been fire, uh, Wave would have been water, which still hasn't come out, which people have still been talk- telling me to have that Needs shit to out. Needs to come out. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be on this. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. Too. So that's the yo, thing is like... Drop a deluxe, yo. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, deluxe. That's, no. what every, that, that's what everybody's doing nowadays. Yeah, you yeah, might as well. It's deluxe, right? It's dropping deluxe. Add an extra 30 songs. Add Wave to it. So I had all these ideas where I'm like, should I drop... You know, should I drop everything that I didn't drop with Tropic and, you know, with what's come out since that time? Should I drop a couple of things? And then eventually I was just like, all right, let me just let me just create a logic file and let me just take all the songs that I had already mixed and I'll just put them together. And then I'll just come up with like, you know, a little bit of a story because I remembered I had this I had this old, you know, I'd never had a video camera when I was growing up. All we had was this literally this one cassette recording of like me when I was. Uh, two years old and I was like singing like Barney songs uh, before I was before going to bed and I remember I remember listening to that like multiple times and I remember knowing where it was in my house and I'm like all right let me let me use that because it, it's good to you know kind of craft like a personal narrative and and I had this idea for this you know I'm always thinking about names for projects so the the name that stuck with me most recently was his name Alu Baera I think that's the name Yeah I think it was the <laughs> <laughs> uh which is ba- I, you know I was doing a lot of history I was doing a lot of research on like the history of like where I come from my dad's from Trinidad my mom's from India I was looking in both of those countries I was looking at you know the aboriginal history here because that's a lot of things that we haven't learned about either and I seen this one name for so you know Trinidad and Tobago are separate islands Trinidad uh, is off the coast of Venezuela. It looks like a boot. And then uh, Ch- Tobago is like this super tiny island that uh, I, like my, my dad grew up on. And I think there's only like 60,000 people there. And like you could, if you're in Trinidad, you can take a flight to Tobago and it would take 15 minutes. I remember we got on that plane and like we got, you're up in the air and you're down in the air. Yeah. Like we literally, we literally went like this. I remember feeling the plane like this. And then I remember the feeling the plane go like that. By the time you're up, you're already going down. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's so weird because like, I feel like uh, when people talk about Trinidad Tobago it, they probably think about it like you know it's like a chain of islands because yeah. that's what most of the Caribbean is like but it's mm. like it's literally Trinidad and then Tobago and Tobago uh, its name uh, was it's you know tobacco it's it's not really the Spanish word for tobacco but it's like a it's like a mm-hmm. derivation of that word but the the old uh, native the people who used to live on that island called it Alubaira which is this like mythical yeah it was like this mythical uh (laughs) snake that had like a red jewel and it's i only seen like one blog post on google when i looked this up because i was looking up like recent like there was one time where i was just looking up like where you know where are the origins for all of these things where i came from like what are the origins of all of these names you know trinidad was because christopher columbus uh his third expedition to the caribbean Mm -hmm. to what he thought was india uh, he arrived on Trinidad and he's, he yeah. named it after the Trinity, right? So that's okay. why Trinidad is, is okay. Trinidad. Uh, Tobago, it just became that name because Spanish explorers kind of referred to that island as tobacco, either because there was tobacco on the island or because it looked like a cigar. Mm, and right. that's it. It just Maybe stuck. there was a reference there. Yeah. But there, so there was this old name. So I remember I had that name in the back of my head and I had these songs that I had no idea what I wanted to do with. I was... I had, you know, by, uh, I think it, it took me about like two weeks to put this album together because it was songs that I had 
between 2018 and 2020. And I was like, um, you know, what, what, what's the concept? Like, what am I doing with this? And there's so many different things. And I'm like, all right, let me make it personal. Let me like throw in these, these ties to like, you know, who I was as a child. And it's like, uh, yeah, I guess I like, I like to sing as a child, but everybody did. But it's like, how do you take that? And how do you, how do you like make that something that, that like I can listen to later. I don't want to be listening to a project 40 years from now where all I did was sample myself as a kid because yeah. I've seen that bare times. Yeah. It's like, what does it mean? You know, and it's like one of the things that, I, you know, you're always thinking about all these things at, at one time. And one of the things I was thinking about was that idea of how people use, you know, people on blogs will tell you that songs or albums that are three months old are old. Mm. And I'm like, but, you know, in the past, three years all i've been doing you know 80 percent of the new music that i've listened to has been from the 70s or been from the 60s it's been music that mm -hmm. has been buried and been rediscovered by people who have been going through these obscure vinyl you know collections and finding these random songs from people from all these random countries and i'm like does that make the, that music any less you know, does that does that make that music any less valuable because it didn't pop at in 1970 when it when it blew up based or, uh, rather than uh, whoever Jimi Hendrix yeah, or the Beatles blowing it, you know, yeah. does it does it make it any less valuable? No. Why does music need to be new when new isn't even a concept in music? You know, like the thing with this album is like there i wanted to do a couple things like there's a couple songs on here that i made last month and there's a couple songs that i made in 2017 i wanted i didn't want to just unload at one point i did want to just unload all of the old songs that i had so i wouldn't get sick of them but then i also was like no but like if i'm gonna be listening to this shit and you know all only my close friends are gonna be listening to this shit i want to put the new shit on here too so it's mm -hmm. like Okay, let me let me mix it up, balance it out, and then I and then I realize like, oh, okay, I have like enough fucking material for like three projects. So let me just <laughs> yeah. chill on thinking that I gotta make a whole thing, you know. So a song like Wave, I'm like, all right, I'll just throw it on the next project then because there is, you know, there's no need to rush this shit. So it's weird. It's like, it's like I wanted to do a fan service thing where you know. I wanted to make a 20 minute project. Not I guess not for everybody. Like I only like listening to 20, 20 minute projects now because that's how we listen to music. You know, we can't listen yeah. to these hour long albums. I enjoy anymore. the 20 minute projects. If, yeah. if every song is 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 good, it's, it's it's perfect. Yeah. It's honestly perfect. Some of my favorite albums recently have been like albums that are like 40 minutes or less. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's probably less, most yeah. of my favorite albums is like 40 minutes or less because Yeah. Once you get it, once you get into an hour, it becomes that much harder for somebody to be like, "Yeah, I stand by like all sixty minutes of this song uh, of this project, right?" Yeah. Yeah. You know, even if it was fire, like even if l later in your life you're like, "No, I fuck with every one of these songs." Like it's it's hard to know, like, yo, I'm gonna put an hour out of music, and people are gonna fuck with all of this, especially when you're somebody who's trying to make money off of it, right? Because the top artists in the world can't even do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're gonna if you're gonna get a I'm trying to think of an example. Even a Drake album, man. If it's really long, but that's the thing. It's you're like not it's, even gonna like every song. It's weird now because like, technically you are encouraged to put more and yeah, maybe not longer songs, but more songs because you time, get the streams. More streams, more listening time. All so maybe shit. yeah, maybe it would be a thing. Like maybe I should have yeah. just put like sixty songs up with like that were like a minute long. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. 
because then you get the more streams. But like, what? so uh, are you trying to play to the system? Or are you trying to play like like yeah. what you like? So like, I have I have two interludes. Even though all the songs are technically they would be interludes yeah, on be any other album. Yeah. And that's so that was the other thing too is like I know that a lot of the songs that I've been making in the past uh, couple years have been like under two minutes, and. That's not a bad thing. It's like that. I like listening to that shit too. It's like, I don't want to be writing two verses on, mm -hmm. on a trap song or a rap song or an R&B. I don't want to be writing two R&B verses. Yeah. I don't want to be writing two trap verses. I don't, I'm one artist. I don't need to be writing multiple verses on this shit. The right? fact that I can like literally, if I'm driving to work, I can listen to your, almost your entire album. That's great. And well, that's like so, if I'm in that mood, that's a feeling. See, and that's that was a like, little experience. That was the thing too. Is like I wanted yeah, a project sick. out where like I could it would be like one J. You know, like one fat J. I could listen to the whole mm -hmm. thing and exactly. That's exactly. That's, I remember that's exactly when, what it is. when he yeah. dropped it. That's what we said. I'm like, I'm rolling a spliff. Yeah. I'm going outside yeah. and I'm yeah. bumping this. That's literally. That's Eddie, literally bro. why I wanted. <laughs> that's literally why I wanted it to be under 20 yeah. minutes because yeah. I'm like, how long? You know, how long's a J? That's it. Uh, that, 15, 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that song with the trees hitting the. That last, you know, the last couple five, five minutes just to you know air exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was tripping out, man, when I heard that the trees because I saw you do that in person. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. That's true. You have footage of that. I have footage of him hitting the trees yeah. and shit. I'm assuming you took some of those sounds for that. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Uh, I was like, that's, that's the thing. So yeah. there's like so many things that have been going on, right? Like we've been doing this Nui Blanche project where. One minute, by the way. Yeah. yeah no just so you know, you can keep going. Yeah, we've been doing this Nui Blanche project where, you know, we've been getting into like really recording the forest and like I wanted to know what that meant musically. So I've been just recording shit. I've been going out into the forest. I take my phone. I take the one recorder I have. I've just been hitting trees, hitting rocks. Yeah. And then I've been chopping that shit up into drum kits and then I've been making tracks. Like I had a couple tracks and, you know, man's really fucking with it. So I'm like, yo, I want to listen to this shit on a Spotify playlist too, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, back lost and talks 45 45 45 like jordan hey hey we're talking kevin a album alubaira i think that's the name of the album that's the thing too is like i just wanted to make this you know i just wanted to fuck around i'm not gonna lie i'm just i just wanted to hmm. i uh i do i realized that um you know we've been doing this for a long time and yeah man and it's not been it it hasn't gone anywhere and it's not something that's that's um that's like unnerving or like you know uh you know something that makes us not want to keep going it's something that's like funny to me and it's something yeah, that i want to exactly. be like it's something that i'll just like okay we could we could talk about that later too. yeah go ahead sorry go ahead yeah no it was just something <laughs> you know like i knew that i had about I don't know. I don't know the exact number. I knew it just I had like 30, 40 or whatever songs where it was just like, I want them out. I want them on Spotify. People have asked me to be, have them on Spotify. I want them on Spotify. Exactly. You know, I just want them to put, I just want them to, I have a lot of personal playlists that I listen to randomly, you know, these type of like three, four hour long playlists where I just put them on shuffle and, you know, I just wanted some songs out because I had a lot of shit out and I, you know, sadly we live in this, this is where we live where it's just it's you know if you're an artist and you're not an emerging artist you can't just drop your shit because mm -hmm. i think for the past five years it's sad but i used to remember the times when we would make a song for gen squad every friday fucking night and then we would drop it on soundcloud and i and i miss those times and i shouldn't miss those times yeah. because like obviously yeah you should miss those times because they're easier and they're stress-free and whatever but like 
there should be a stress with me dropping new music, but there isn't. And it's mm-hmm. like, so what the fuck then? Why mm-hmm. not just drop it? If if there is no stress, then why the fuck should I not drop it? Yeah. Right. And yeah. I I knew that I had enough ideas at this point to be able to drop like if I dropped the project and it had like this cohesive idea, it didn't need to be like this thematic thing that like strong. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to come up with themes for projects mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. like. I never really cared about like what this debut, you know, to be honest in the past, like I would say like three, four years, maybe I don't, or at least maybe like two years. I don't know if I've thought about like what like uh, a debut album would look like because we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Albums don't mean as much as they used to. Right. So I, I kind of like, there was a point where like, I was thinking like, you know, what would it be to be somebody who considered themselves like a musician you know, first and foremost, but never dropped an album. And that would be, I feel like that would be very symptomatic of this time. I feel like that is what is going on right now. Like nobody's dropping albums, even though people are dropping albums, you know. People, people are not listening to albums like albums. Yeah, exactly. Right? Facts. Yeah. yeah. That was real. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. People <laughs> might be saying that they're dropping albums, but they're not like people aren't listening to them like the people you used think to of listen the history to of an album like it was on vinyl yeah and you didn't really skip it yeah you put it on and, and it played well yeah and like it just went from every song right like i remember uh this and, one uh episode of freaks and geeks um where uh the main character was getting introduced to grateful dead for the first time and grateful dead is like this band who's like very known for having this like cult following like they're one <laughs> of the first bands to be known to having this cult following where like people would just be like very in on them and they'd be following their tours and shit like that's how you made it as a band back in the day it's like you would drop an album yeah you'd go on tour Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people who like fucking loved your shit they drop they would listen to your shit day and night shit and then buy your album yeah and And then they would go on tour with you yeah and then go on tour and follow you on tour so that whole episode was like uh this main character she just puts on she just puts on the grateful dead vinyl and she just listens to it in her room and i'm like I can't even do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wasn't even able to you like we're we haven't even grown up in a place where we're able to like appreciate an album like that. Like maybe we have memories of that like 15 years ago, but like in the past 5 10 years, yeah. we haven't been able to like listen and appreciate an album. You well, know, the last ones was that team yeah, Impala. Um, That's what the 2015 was probably the last time because yeah. that was that was Tame Impala and that was uh, To Pimp a Butterfly and yep. those are the last like two albums that like I like absorbed. Absorbed. Tame Impala crazy. Puts, like, yeah. such a good album. Yeah. Like, they're such one of the few artists. And that the know only how reason that album, I was able yeah. to like listen to those albums top to bottom was because I had a commute to York, so like I could listen to music for like an hour unfiltered. Yeah. You know, like yeah. facts. People don't have that in their day to day. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everyone. Or they might. But they don't realize that they have it. Like a lot of people are driving to work now and it takes 45 to minutes an hour. But no. they don't realize that they have that time to do you that. You could also right? do our podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same amount yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could That's also. the thing. It's the same, <laughs> yep. it's the same effort, right? Yep. And people don't – people see something like, oh, shit, this shit's an hour. This shit's 45 minutes even. That it's like, shit gets me excited when I – even when I see a YouTube video that's like half an hour, I'm like sick. I can't wait to sit down. For the, for the right people though, yeah, right? Man. Like if I see a, um, I'm not going to throw them on the bus, but if I see a Migos album that's 35 songs long, no. I know that yeah. half mm. of them aren't hitting, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And that's only because it's a quality control and quality, quality control. Yeah, like that's, funny, huh? yeah. <laughs> but like control. that nice. is what quality control does is they drop 30 song albums and mm. like whatever, half of them slap. 
that's cool. Like, we know that you're able to get your guys to push out music that's, you know, you could push out a 30-song album every two months or whatever. That's great. But, like, people aren't listening to them. And it's like, yeah, sure, you're getting the streams. But are you doing anything for music in general? It's like, are we doing are we doing anything for mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh, wow, the 2010s were a great era, the 2020s were a great era? Or are we going to be stuck in this era where, like, people listen to our shit after three months and then you forget about it because you have to forget about it right mm-hmm. i feel like that's what where music is right now like you you're not cool if you don't listen if you're not talking about music that isn't within the year mm-hmm. or you know and, and and like what like what we've gone back to talking about it's like people aren't even going out of their way to discover under on you know New undiscovered shit, shit. Yeah. so it's like how are you even finding these people that you're supposed to be sick of after six months right <laughs> it's like you're not even finding those people all you're finding are people who have been here for like five years yeah it's funny like i think in the past like i don't we, we i know we don't really like follow the grammys but i feel like at least in the past five years that best new artist category has been artists that even somebody who hasn't been listening to the radio or listening to music has been like you know i've heard that person like two years ago mm. i've been li- i've been listening to lord three years ago mm-hmm. i've been listening to khalid three years ago and i don't mm-hmm. even fucking listen to khalid you exactly. know it's like mm-hmm. how do i know about khalid but you're calling him a new artist last year like yeah. but he's been out yeah khalid is a new artist <laughs> what yeah. khalid is one of the top r&b or whatever pop r&b you want to but he's new out there i mean yes i mean he hasn't been making music for like i don't know do they base new off like number of albums no they basically what are they based? random shit like what the fuck? I don't know what they based they it on. I can't. I, I, don't I thought it was number of albums. Because I cause swear like, to God, it's when you got rich. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. But it's also like, it's also fucked. Because I swear to God, like James Blake and like Billie Eilish were in the same category in the same year. You know, crazy it's like, to me. I knew about and James Blake in 2010. We, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Billie is new, and Billie is newish. I, I remember three years when I worked now, at Apple, showing yeah. man's your music, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, yo, this is like a James Blake yeah. type of vibe. I fuck with this." And, and you tell me he's a new artist? And Billie Eilish is 17 <laughs> yeah. or 18 at the time. Suck my dick. But who also <laughs> was was new. She was like, or not new. Newish. She was like 14 yeah. when she we was like popping. That's so actually it's kind like, of a diss when they consider you new yeah. when you made it. It's yeah, it's That's when you got rich. I swear to God, you got rich is when like, bro, I've been making music your, like that, fucking. I swear like, to God, the, the best new artist category is probably the worst category that that's they have. That's a diss. And man. the Grammys are terrible, like, but like that's probably the worst category yeah. that they have. Because like, imagine you worked hard for six years and then you get called a new artist, a rookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up, rook. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, I just got signed last year. I I worked on music six years before that. I'm fucking noob, apparently. Crazy. It's like shit. Crazy. That was dumb. That was dumb. Anything else you want to say, Kevin? I, I had a couple you, questions. Yeah, actually. go for it. Go for it. I mean, um, so when you compare this one to Tropic, I noticed this one's a lot more experimental. Mm. Yes. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A very. You definitely played with different sounds. Yeah. And stuff like that. So you you have you have songs and and I think I think um, you are all around artist, but you very much production mindset, and I think that album had very strong production in mind. Yes. Very very creative with producing uh, sounds with different objects, even because you use like trees and yeah. and twigs and shit. Yeah. And put it together. You sampled stuff. Uh, there's a lot going on. And I there's thought, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. and it's really experimental. <laughs> you yeah. even you even and like I love the whole video game. 
uh, press start, and then you had a, like a press start to continue or yes. whatever it was called, like the first little interlude. Yeah, I get, get middle into that, interlude, yeah. and I like that. Uh, the the sword trope, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's crazy. Like, I could just go. Tra- I could go track by. You track, had like yeah. Toyin. <laughs> yeah. Is it called Toyin or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Where it's literally just like it's like a movie score, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, where's no. this going? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you, you. I felt like I just wanted more, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. I wanted, like, I don't yeah. know where the fuck that shit was going. Like, I'm yeah. like, I want more. Like, where's the deluxe? Where's the deluxe? But, uh, yeah, it's very, very experimental. More than even Tropic, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. you, you have your couple, you have your couple more, like, replayable set tracks. Yeah, like, the ones that people are going to, like, obviously Winona play. Like, Winona Ryder, Oladipo. The, the Birdo. Birdo acoustic and stuff yeah. like that. I would even say, uh, what was it? Uh... Sandals, sandals, scandals, and animals, yeah. scandals, and animals. Scandals, yes. scandals, scandals, and animals. Scandals, that yeah, that yeah. is my personal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way you were wrapping up, that's a weird yo, one, bro. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, Kevin's wild, bro. That this is wild. what bands are doing when he's and, when no one's around. <laughs> and I can tell, like, you made that again, like your other project, and even this one, you made that for yourself, because yeah, I mean, let's be real, like, all that that one's not for the masses. Like, the masses are not gonna want to listen to that, and you know that, because like it's. Just just too abstract for the average, the average uh, listener. basic-minded human. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah, no, it, you it, made it, a couple of those songs pandering to that, but I yeah, think overall, it, it's, it's hard to you know, it's hard to put out something where it's like you know that you need to like have a whole bunch of words before, right? It's like I, even like when I before I dropped them, I'm like yo, like because I remember James Blake. I think on his first album, he had. On Spotify, he has this thing where a, a deluxe edition where he like talks about each track for like so. There's like a little like forty mm. second spiel about like each track before, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, it'd be sick like if we did a podcast where like we talk about each track and then I could put that in the in the playlist that I oh, that okay. I make for the album, you know. Sick. So it's like so this could be the episode of that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but that's where it's like, I have to like re- lean on the things that I that I know. It's like okay, I know I have this outlet where. If I do want to talk about this album and I do want to talk about this album, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I have something like this podcast to be able to like actually have a voice to to say all these things, right? And it's like mm-hmm. but and and like it, it becomes like the thing with Tropic is um so Tropic was was eight songs that were mixed that were they were picked out they were the eight songs that were picked out of the whatever how many songs that I had up to that point at I would say it was like the end of 2017. And those are the eight songs that picked like a little bit of the diversity of what I had going on, yeah. you know, and they were also at that time, they were also just like the the most poppy songs, I would mm-hmm. say. Right. Yeah. And not to say that I had less control because I do like all the songs that were picked for that album. But obviously, like there were things where because those pro- some of those projects like, you know, make me move. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't have like the, I didn't have like the full project, uh, you know, because that was mixed by some that was mixed by Dave Plowman, that was mixed by somebody else, right? So I didn't have like the master. Whereas like with this one, I had all the projects, I, you know, so I knew that I could fuck around with everything that I wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. And there were things on Tropic where when it was coming out, because when I, so Tropic wasn't supposed to come out. <laughs> at all at all it was supposed to be singles it was supposed to be to make me move and withdraw and yeah so the yeah, yeah the, the videos the, the right? first single was supposed to be uh yeah make me move in nine piece and then i think so the way that the 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 order of the album is the way that the or, the singles were supposed to go so i didn't think of it as an album but i 
I grouped them together when I mixed them on a SoundCloud little album and then I sent it to people and people were like, yo, when are you going to drop this album? Mm-hmm. So I got comfortable saying, all right, I'm going to drop this shit as a project. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something that I ever thought that was, even at that time, I didn't think it was going to be something that was like good enough to, or like cohesive enough to put together as a project. Cause it was something, it's something that we've talked about since 2011, I think is like, yo, it'd be crazy to drop two albums or like one album, half of the album is rap, yeah, half exactly. of the album is R&B. Exactly. We've I remember, had, I remember when we've you had, had the parts. This, we've had this idea since <laughs> at least 2012. I remember the, all of this shit, all the yeah. different Google oh, so, fucking, yeah. all thought fucking about the, drive the A-side, folders. B-side before the A-side, B-side. Yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah. I, yeah. there was a time where it was part one, part two, yeah. part three, part four. Yeah. And it was like a one, two songs with just different vibes in each part. Yeah. yeah. I remember these times as well. <laughs> and like, even when, uh, so Kwame Brown was made in like 2016. Even when a song like that came out, I was like, all right, so now we got to have another persona. There's going to mm-hmm. be the rap shit. There's going to be the R&B shit. There's going to be the dance hall shit. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be like three shits going on. <laughs> and nobody's going to know who any of them are, who produced any of them. And at the end of all, all of our lifetimes, we're going to be like, yeah, we did all that shit. Yeah. Young text. <laughs> Young text. Young Young text. <laughs> That's still coming out soon. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, with Tropic, I think we eventually got to a point just because there was enough time that passed where like, you know, fuck it. It's all going to be on one project. Yeah. And that was what Tropic was. It didn't it didn't end up it wasn't supposed to be that, but that's what it was. And I was looking to capitalize on that. And it's like everything that happened with Tropic, I like I knew it was going to happen. I knew Make Me Move was going to be the the popular song. Yeah. I knew that people were going to fuck with Fallen and be like, yo, like, why wasn't it longer? I knew that people were going to be, there was going to be people who fuck with, like, everything that happened with it, like, I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I don't know is how people are going to respond to the video, the Kwame Brown video, like, <laughs> but I think they'll fuck, I don't know, that shit's fucking fuck crazy, it's like, I don't video, know, yeah. Kwame Brown video. <laughs> yo, they're dissing Larry Bird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put that on the screen right now. They said now. a tomato looked like Larry Bird, bro. It was All facts. Right, bro. It was facts, fuck? though. Anyways, let's get back to <laughs> yo. The Brooklyn's getting slapped, yo. Yeah, holy that's crazy. Shit. They don't even have a team, though. Like, holy shit, they really don't. Fuck. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah, get yeah. back. To yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I forget. Go on. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but yeah, like you know. The, the, the main point about this is like, so one of the things that I was thinking about, uh, you know, our new E. Blanche project is called Where the Trees Speak. And I was thinking about that, uh, that philosoph- philosophical statement where it's like, you know, if a tree drops in the forest and nobody's around to hear it. And um, yeah. I remember reading this book about music, you know, music in your brain uh, and like how, how your brain responds to music. And, and the guy who wrote that book, he answered it and said like, you know, if there's no... If there's nothing around that has uh, the sensory capacity, like our ears, to be able to process the sound of trees falling and that processing into a neuro, you know, creating the neurological processes for some some brain to be like, okay, a tree fell, then the tree didn't fall because ultimately, at the end of the day, all sound is is, you know, when something happens, um, air creates vibrations and how fast. 
or how slow those vibrations are created ears and how ear. much those ear, yeah how much those ears are able to process yeah. the nuances of those sound is how sound is processed so mm -hmm. our ears are sophisticated to the point where we're able to process sound based on how it interacts with the environment and how it pushes air right so if a tree falls in the forest and there's nothing there's no intelligent life around to hear it then the tree doesn't make a sound and i was like so what if somebody drops an album and nobody's around to to, to hear it right and because we we're making this project called where the trees speak i'm like I, I feel like this is very appropriate and you know to give a little bit more about the the context of where the trees speak it, it's it's a project that's about you know where we live in the rouge forest but mm -hmm. it's it's about how we've kind of noticed how the seasons have changed throughout the years you know we've been exploring that forest for about 15 years now and we've seen it through all of the four seasons and how it's changed but it's been the same and this idea that like you know if a tree drops in the forest i feel like so i think about like you know if, if the biggest tree drops in a forest you know, imagine that day when that tree dropped. That mm. must have been the 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 most lit day in that fucking <laughs> area yeah. of all yeah. time. Yeah. And nobody fucking knows about it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's like, what's the difference between somebody dropping something, especially somebody who nobody knows about, and like it being out? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like what like what what's the difference between my shit being out me saying that I dropped my shit July I don't even so another story is uh, when I was dropping tropic uh I I was going through some PR people and I got a a premiere on exclaim and the they said that it was supposed to be dropped I think uh, July 25th but they oh. didn't confirm it I mm -hmm. I don't even remember the story properly mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. so I feel like this is what happened but they just didn't tell us that it was going to drop on that Friday, July 25th or whatever. Yeah. And then it dropped. And obviously we couldn't tell anybody because I didn't post it on DistroKid because I was waiting for them to be like, yo, did this, are you going to post this review? Mm -hmm. And they didn't tell us until the day that it dropped. So that, that post dropped on like July 25th, Friday, July 25th. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going <laughs> to hold it. Out. Hold it. Yeah. And then I dropped it the next week. So that shit dropped August 1st. Because I didn't know that Exclaim was gonna drop their review on July twenty fifth. <laughs> so they, they, That's why the project. <laughs> so they dropped the review before the project was out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So no one could have went and looked at it when they read it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Nobody would be able to hear the music. Yeah. <sighs> so, so it makes it, it makes it pretty much useless. Yeah, and then so like I made this, you know, we made this great grand. It was probably my our biggest social media moment when I dropped yeah. traffic. Yeah. Like I loved it, but it was fucking exhausting because yeah. it's like, yo, like, yeah, this shit dropped, but like all, A, you know, these songs are two years old and B, fucking exclaim, posted their review a week they ago. They leaked it. So yeah, they leaked, <laughs> they leaked it without even leaking it. <laughs> it's like they leaked it and nobody yeah. fucking yeah. caught it. And it's like, I had to post this like week old review on Twitter and nobody booked it. Yeah. Which, because I knew nobody was going to no, book it. So nobody's paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if you looked at my, if you look at my pinned tweet on Twitter, it's the fucking post and it's July 25th, but Tropic dropped in August 1st. Mm -hmm. And it's, so it's like, who gives a shit when shit drops? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, 
People care like, oh, you know, this shit dropped a year ago. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Like the day that shit drops. It matters because that's the day that people are going to be posting your shit all the time. But they might not even be listening to it at that time. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't even, I didn't want those people who were just posting their shit on, on their Instagram stories you know, on that day, just because it was like, yeah, I dropped an album on this day and they're going to be the ones who are post, you know, they're, they're, uh, I, I appreciate, obviously I fucking appreciate it, but it's mm-hmm. like, I all at the, all at the end of the day is I want you to listen to it if you like it, you know? And it's like, I sent it to you guys because it's like, obviously you guys are going to fuck with it. My yeah. parents, my mom, when we were coming back one day uh, from shopping, she's like, yo, did you drop your shit? Cause I told her about it. Mm-hmm. We we're in the whip. And uh, we were coming, we were just actually, we were just off the hi- uh, the highway on Morningside. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I dropped it. And my dad has uh, the Bluetooth connection to, so I'm like, all right. He's like, yo, I'll run that. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll run that shit. But I got to think about the songs that I have to skip in my head. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. so, but like, no, so the first track, obviously, you're going to fuck with. So the first song uh, features my mom, my dad, and my brother. Yeah. My brother, who's eight years older than me, who was... Eight years old at the time because <laughs> i was i think i was like under two years old. i was like almost two years old it was like it was like either late 94 or early 95 right like that's what this the tape begins with and it's like i i, I just really wanted to start with something personal because mm-hmm. that's not? all i have yeah you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good one. exactly yeah it's good and exactly. it, it's also it's, it's also an interesting thing because it's like it's this thing where like my parents and my brother are like goading me to sing and like i feel like that's sort of been the 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 story of my life in the sense where it's like people have been asking me to sing and it's like i i want to sing i love to sing but like who's listening mm-hmm. <laughs> right Facts. and He's that's the tree yeah <laughs> they and don't that, get it though and that's the so the track one is called press a to start and and you know, I, I was thinking because, you know, Tropic had that little bit of video game implementation into it, too. And I was like, you know, press A to start. A is the the first button on uh, Xbox and new Nintendo controllers. I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool to like because my mm-hmm. name's Kevin A to like have this thing where it's like press A to start. Press a to start. And then because I had a couple of I have a couple of like a video game versions of my song. So the second interlude of the of the album is called Press Start to Continue. And mm-hmm. that's a video game version of birdo basically yeah i heard that and that was subtle but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. see these and little things man you gotta pick up on yeah and <laughs> so so that was actually birdo the reason that the song's called birdo acoustic on the album is because there's an original song called birdo that i made like three years ago that's out on soundcloud if you want to listen to it it's hot too if you want <laughs> that's, a, that's yeah. the thing is like if you want to listen to it i don't care uh <laughs> yeah like I want so it's like there's like things like that where it's like you know press A to start press start to continue those are just nuances that I've observed playing video games in my whole life where it's like things like that where it's like you know you could press A to start a video game but mm-hmm. then if you in the, any middle of a video game if you press start or if you know there's like a uh, a movie scene you would press start to continue or skip right. or to continue right so it's like kind of mixing these formats in right like mixing video game and and thing and like for and uh all so you know this, the first song is is a cassette it's literally a cassette like i could i could bring it up like i actually have it like right there mm. but then there's also i i recorded myself uh blowing uh super nintendo cartridge for one of the interludes 
I uh, recorded the sound of me putting a GameCube disc in and letting the GameCube disc run. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing on Twitter somebody talking about that that sound of like when you put a CD in in the CD drive and like letting it load. Like that's a very like old school sound, right? Yeah, exactly. And like I, I, I wanted... So then I was just thinking about, you know, this album in terms of like methods of recording and the, the different ways that we've recorded material and like how impermanent it is even though we think it's permanent you know even though i might have a song and i might record like a hundred takes to do that vocal it's still so fleeting you know like the first song on that album uh the cassette tape i don't know why the fuck my parents decided to put a cassette tape in a in a radio and press record and record their two-year-old son <laughs> exactly record it, uh singing <laughs> some fucking songs but yeah. lo and behold i have that tape now exactly um the last song in the album uh it's called voice 291 raptors championship sword road freestyle <laughs> the day after the raptors won the championship i went to the studio i had a my voice was hoarse beyond belief. <laughs> I was going to ask. Yeah. You recorded that? Yeah. Uh, it's called the... There's uh, a piano there. I uh, started playing some keys, and then I just tried to start singing, and then I cut Raptors that up. Raptors Championship Sword Trote yeah. Freestyle. So my voice was hoarse as shit, and I was yeah. just like, let me see what happens. And then like a year later, I listened to that song, and I'm like, yo, this shit's crazy. Like, <laughs> I want... I, when I was recording it on my phone, I was originally imagining that I was going to sample it or chop it up. And I might still, but like when I was listening back to it, I was like, yo, this shit's a song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's a little, that's a little for the Toronto, for the Toronto scene. Yeah. That's yeah. a little, little that's throw, just a little throwback. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's how we felt after the game. We all lost our voice after that game. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, you, you, you going back and recording a song, uh, with your voice gone is is that's that's legit that's kind of what kind of like kanye when he did the through the through wire, the wire with yeah his fucking mouth shut mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of what, what I, I realized at like once i was almost done the album i was just like i want this album to be about these little moments that like didn't need to exist we i didn't need to record that sample on my phone my parents didn't need to record that shit on tape i didn't need to record these like gamecube samples even all these like there's a couple beats that you know, like Gray sent me, you know, um, Scandals and Animals. That's and not All the Pretty Horses. Those were two beats that Gray sent me. I didn't need to put shit on that. I had an idea. I put shit on it. Those were two songs that, like, I always, they always stuck around, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what this whole album was supposed to be, was, like, shit that didn't need to exist. But because it exists, it makes me a better artist. And I wanted that shit to be out, you know? And it's like... There was a point where I realized that nobody else can help me get this shit out except me. Exactly. (laughs) Facts. Uh, So this, if if it's only this album that I need to put out secretly, then I'm happy. If I need to put out a a whole bunch of albums that are secret, I understand the ethos in that like I'm making music because nobody else is telling me to do it. I want to. We're back. We're back on oh, shit. Two second break. Kevin's snapping today, folks. If you're not catching the gems, turn off the podcast. Yeah, you so might as well just stop I've been it. putting together. Yeah, I've been putting together this tape for like a month, and uh, I don't. I, there's no need for me to like brag about like how long I've been putting together a tape because 
yeah, I went really hard uh, in the like in the two weeks that I did to like put this tape together because obviously I got to mix and like you know put this shit together and um, it was fun. That's the thing is like that was it was honestly the first fucking time that I had fun in music. Mm-hmm. In a minute. In a minute, yeah. yeah. Because it was the first. It was the f- and that's literally all I wanted to do was I wanted to bring back that feeling of when we would. We would make a freestyle, a Gen Squad freestyle, a Freestyle Friday. And I'm, you know, I'm using uh, air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it wasn't freestyle. We would write our fucking lyrics, but they would still be hard as yeah. shit. But, but Mads wrote that in like an hour. Yeah. Not even. We would get lit. We would write that shit in an hour and it would be crazy. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, but that's the feeling that it. And, and the thing that I realized with some of the. So there are, there are some songs that I wanted on the project and then I took them off. Even though they were done, like I just took them off. There are some songs that have videos done, or not done for them, but there are songs that have videos for them. And I was like, should I put them on this first project or, you know, should I just like wait? Even though they're done, I'm like, no, let me just put the ones that. So the songs that are on this project are like, are songs that didn't need to exist, but they got done. Like they got, like I had, I love the idea and. And I just I finished them, and that's what most of them share in in their essence. Not not the interludes, obviously. The interludes came together because they were interludes. But like mm. the songs that didn't need to exist, it's so weird to say that. Like some songs didn't need to happen, right? But mm. like that's how most artists go through their lives. Is like you don't know that this song is gonna come out in your life. Like sometimes I think about you know like you know you think about like. Oh, where was I? You know, you're, you're you're it's Sunday and you're like, "Oh, where was I last Sunday?" It's like, "Oh shit, I made that track yeah. between then and now." Like that's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. that's a life changer. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell that to anybody except your man's. Like, I'll send that track to you guys and be like, "Yo, this shit's the hardest shit I ever made." And that's it. Like and it'll sit there for for a couple years, right? Like mm-hmm. man's will be praising make me move for I don't know how fucking long before that shit actually came out and and not to be insincere, but that's why when somebody's like, yo, make me moves hard. It's like, it's hard for for me, not only me, but us to relate yeah. to that because we've heard that song for so fucking long, exactly. right? Yeah. So this project was just supposed to be something where it's like, all right, like, yeah, the music industry is fucked, but like, I still own my shit. You know, I still exactly. know what, like, exactly. what, what I like. I still know how to put, to, put a story together. Right, and I I put a story together, and also I put a playlist together because there there were songs that were sampled, but then there were also just songs that you're inspired by, or there's songs that that I've listened to in the past like two years that in some sort of way contributed exactly to it doesn't need to be something where it's like this led to this, but it just needs to be something where it's like. This sparked an idea. Yeah, this sparked you know? an idea. Or I was in a certain mood this day and this song helped me maybe feel better and I then yeah. I worked on this song. Yeah. And whatever. But yeah. Or yeah, or yeah, like so, you know, I, I dropped this album, I think it came out last week, and uh for the past week I've been just like putting together a playlist that kind of has the contains the songs that kind of capture the idea that I want to not only have on this project but like other projects but like there's a lot of like random so basically 
on YouTube, I, I caught wind of this like weird ag- algorithm where like I got a whole bunch of like folk songs. So folk songs, if, if you don't know, it's like it's not just, you know, white people in America <laughs> playing guitar and banjo. Folk songs are are the music of like of, of cultures with without um, without any sort of commercial incentive. So, for example, uh, in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, white people started to get very uh, exploratory and perceptive of other cultures. So they would put together compilation albums of of uh, you know a tribe in Africa or mm-hmm. Indonesia or any of these like very unknown tribes, and they would you know kind of try to capture their the, the the music that they were listening that they were creating and often that the music that they're creating was not a part it wasn't supposed to be a commercial thing it was you know when you see the titles it's like people listening to music while they're fucking grinding millet or mm. people li- and and so it's like you'll listen to a song and it's like a choir of like women who are singing this like you know they're singing like a choir harmony but it's like they're using the percussion of the the millet that they're they're grinding to create like the the hats or like mm-hmm. to create the percussion or you know you have like people who are like washing their clothes in the water and they're creating water drums and they're you know mm-hmm. tribes in Africa are like using that as like the percussion to to create melodies you know and it's like I, I started thinking about like you know music didn't need to be this thing where people got rich it, it, it was literally a thing that like just like enriched your souls yeah, exactly. you know it was just like a thing that was a part of your life mm-hmm. and it's i feel like everything always comes back you know like music started as this thing i feel when when people think about music in the 13 or 1400s they, they might think about that type of folk music that might be underdeveloped or whatever but then i start thinking about like you know, some of these recordings that these people have, they're saying like, oh, it's like, um, you know, one of the albums I was listening to was just like all uh, Inuit uh, Canadian music. So it was mm. all people from Baffin Island, mm. people from like Hudson Bay and shit. And like, shit. yo, this shit's crazy. Like, we were saying we, we should we should make an Aboriginal playlist. Yeah. No, <laughs> we were like, yo, I, I, I might have enough music. If you for have that. enough like, yeah. shit that, <laughs> that, that isn't that, that mainstream, that like I'm like, down, like. Cause that shit's like crazy. Like these yeah. guys are using the. Have you heard of throat singing? Yeah, throat I've heard of that singing? shit. Yeah. No, what, what's that? So throat singing is like a. It's like an Inuit type of thing where they use their voice to like basically create like two harmonies with like one vocal cord, and it's what like, the hell? and yeah. it's like so crazy. Like people have. Uh, so this one girl Tanya Tagak, she's like one of the most famous Canadian Inuit musicians. She won like the right. Polaris Prize for that. Mm. But, like, that shit's been going on for, like, years. And it's, like, it's crazy. And it's, like, I feel like all we're looking for, like, all music is right now is just, like, people who have found synth sounds that are different than anything that we ever heard mm-hmm. before in life, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. that's all. That's the only difference between new music and music from the 70s, music from the 60s, is, like, sound sources that you haven't heard before. Right. You know, the synthesizer wasn't this thing that just opened up uh, music to everybody, you know, because it was available. It was this thing that, like, dissociated the source from the sound. You know, we're not used to... We haven't grown up in a period of time where 
we're used to knowing what it means to like listen to something and not knowing where the sound comes from. Mm -hmm. That had to be cut. So electroacoustic or yeah, acousmatic sound is, is this genre where you don't know where the sound source that you're listening to comes from. And that's what synthesizers are, right? Like that's what, you know, that's what I do. Like you don't know where the, my shit's coming from. You, you know where it's coming from, but like mm -hmm. you don't know where it's coming from, yeah. right? Like, right. And that's where all new music is coming from. Like you don't know where all this new pop shit is. Like you don't, like yeah, you hear this synth and it might sound familiar, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck it is. The origin, which yeah. is such a weird concept if you're not somebody who's like in music for a little bit because mm -hmm. that's not something that in your life you're not going to think about for a while, right? Like where does sound come from? Like what is a synthesizer sound? You don't know what the fuck that is. No. I don't know what the fuck that is. No, I just know it. And then people ask me, like, when you think synth. about, so a synth, <laughs> yo, it's a synth. So a synth, so synthesizers came up in the eighties or seventies. Okay. Sorry. Seventies. Yeah. Uh, synthesizers were basically these things where you could, it was an electronic, uh, interface where right. it would be a bunch of cables and you would plug a bunch of cables from a sort like a keyboard where yeah. they would make the, a, you make you able to play the shit. Mm -hmm. You would pat, you would patch quarter inch cables into a whole wall of wall random of cables yeah. which would influence the way that those waves create okay. sound and, and this is before a computer yeah so this is what they had to do yeah and right. like so that was the 60s 70s and like right. that's what synthesizers were is like you would patch cables in and like you'd create these weird sounds in the 70s and 80s yeah you 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 can start to digitize like these wave formats and like you would be able to like there were these synths where you would like program shit where you would go you like you could still buy a synth from the 70s where you like mm -hmm. program shit and be mm -hmm. like all right uh this frequency is going to be this much and like you could like alter the wave sound to be like whatever you want it to be right but like yeah like that's yeah. you know that's the extent that it got to and then in the 80s it just became pop music like synthesizers just became whatever yeah. people would put the presets on and it's like yeah because it's like with these programs, yeah. you can just do that. And that's where we are now. It's like, right. so it's like, we're in this place where it's like, not only do we not know where the sound's coming from, you know, but we don't know the quality of that sound or we don't know like the extent of like how hard it made that sound. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. like in the seventies where like people weren't hearing this synth shit at all for the first time, they hear this synth sound. They're like, where the fuck did they're that like, come this from? This isn't an instrument. Like, yeah. This it's isn't not an instrument. a drum this or a guitar or exactly. whatever. This is exactly. This is not hands. This is yeah. This is like, but if you think about sound. a synth, if you think yeah. about any synthesizer, what it should be able to do is be able to recreate any sound that you ever heard and like trans, like, I, like I've thought about this. Like, is it possible for like a synth to be able to like, you know, like you're playing one note on a piano. Imagine you're just hearing a piano sound and mm -hmm. then eventually it just like transitions into a synthesizer sound, like, you know, like a basic kind of like sine wave. Mm -hmm. Like it's possible, but. I wanted to mention, uh, sorry to cut you off. The, I think the, the invention of the synth transformed movie, movie sound a lot. Like Absolutely, score, yeah. Because you got to think about like before like the synth or stuff like that to create those types of those scores you need an orchestra like a sympathy to like create well, all these different and they sounds still, they still do, they still do that they still do that yeah but now oh. you have solo composers that just create everything off synth, yeah off, mm -hmm. off a synthesizer and mm -hmm. and uh well that's kind of like the gray area that we live yeah. in is like you know i feel like 
we still kind of live in an era where like movie scores are judged for their like great lush maybe not as much but like you know what i mean like still like you know people, when, when it's hard yeah you know when it's hard but yeah. i feel like at least in as as long as i've been a musician some of the scores that i've heard that have been hard have been like just like indie uh musicians who have transitioned into like a film career but then all they're using is the midi instruments or like the synth yeah. instruments that they have mm. like uh that movie it follows that horror movie mm. it was just right. like this guy who was from an electronic band and i'm like yo this score is one of the hardest scores i've heard in my life but all he's using is probably just one synth that he you know he used mm -hmm. in his time in the band but like that's still harder than just like somebody who's you know use using an orchestra and it's just, that's just what we're used to now like we don't give a shit if you use 70 violinists or if you use one midi synth right like yeah, that's we where care. we are in the quality of sound right yeah mm -hmm. yeah but people don't appreciate that and people don't understand like that's you know that's how sound is now you know so for example toy in is one of the songs that I have on the on the tape. Yeah. And that was actually the last song that I made on the tape. I just okay. wanted I wanted a a transition song. Yeah, it sounds like something that like you'd hear in a, in a film. So yeah. That's why I was like, "Oh, where is this and, going?" Uh, <laughs> so there were I had this like string section on on Birdo. So Birdo acoustic, I I want it was I made like I said I made it uh the actually I didn't say it, but I made it the day before the Raptors won, so June 13th, the night before the Raptors won, like on that night, like midnight, you know, and then the Raptors won at 9 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I recorded this acoustic guitar version of Birdo that it was a song that I had like two years prior. And uh, a couple of years uh, earlier this year, I, I just was adding shit to it. And I added this like, string section to it and it was sounded really great and then i soloed it i'm like yo this shit sounds crazy like this should be its own song so i isolated it and then i remember that i took this so there was this recording i didn't remember i didn't remember putting this together but i remember having this uh, voice recording so the day that it was confirmed that toyin died oluwa toyin salau you know great activist of mm. what's been going on uh it was confirmed that she died on june 15th and i remember like reading that in the park by our by our house by fleming park and i was just trying to like i was just sitting down and i was just like trying to like be like okay you know i was reading her story i'm like holy fuck like she went through all this shit you know and life is just going on mm -hmm. and i was just like trying to just sit there for a little bit and i just remember hearing like I was like, yo, like, is there like, is there like a puja going on? Like, I'm like, what the fuck is like, what am I hearing? Yeah. And, and then I just, I actually heard it. Like there was a puja going on behind me. Like, so in that park, there's like a river that kind of like a small creek that kind of goes underneath and there's like a little bridge there. And I'm like, there are people doing a puja there from What's a the, puja, by the way, just quick. Yeah. Puja is like a Hindu, uh, like a little Hindu ceremony. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. And there's a little Hindu temple. Uh, down the street from where we live, where I live. So I guess they, you know, uh, with pujas, uh, oftentimes there's, you know, you can do, uh, uh, there's pujas where you can do by a car because you're like blessing your new car. You can bless your new house. 
but there's shit where you um where you like put everything that you kind of sacrifice down the river and mm -hmm. there's like a little creek there so i'm like all right i guess they're they're, they're doing it there and i just remember like when i was sitting on the bench there i'm like yo am i am i like am i on shrooms right now because like why am i hearing this puja in my head but i happened to have uh my voice recorder on and so i went and recorded that shit and uh i recorded just a 20 second bit of it and i don't even remember that I did and then i just took those violins and i was just like what would be a good like sound bite to like have under that and it would be like and i was like oh shit it would you know, it'd be great to have that little puja under there. I'm like, oh, fuck. That was the day that Toyin died. Yeah. And I was like, that was the day that, like, you know, I was just kind of... That was one of those days that you kind of reassess life where you're just like, wow, like, life is still going on even though this person died, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird because you it, it's it's hard to, like, name a song like that. But, you know, you, you just... You know, it, it's so personal and you're like... That is what I was thinking about at the exactly. time, right? What else are you supposed to name it? Yeah. Facts. I feel you. Yeah. Your names are very interesting, actually. Yeah. A lot of them are... Yeah, let me go... Yeah, let me... If I can go through... Like, uh, a lot of them have... I can tell, like, some of the names of your songs, you just named them because, like, that was, like, the moment. Yeah. Like, that's what you were feeling in the yeah. moment. It might not even be related to the song, like, you know? And then other names, like, I don't even know if you can explain some of these names, like... No, I want to, yeah, I want to kind of go through it. It'd be it, yeah. cool to name, like, to explain them. Like, what would you do? So you're like, press A. Okay, press A to start. Like, you yeah. want to go in order, but, like, yeah, 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 I'll, I was go, even I'll go in order, yeah. Do sure. song, do Whatever you want to do, yeah. So, press A to start was, um, yeah, like I said, you know, yeah. I just, I video love the games. video game theme. Yeah. And, yeah, press A and it just yeah. having this, this idea of, like, me, you know, I've always been kind of self-conscious about considering myself a musician because it wasn't something that, like, I started with. But then I, when I was listening back to this tape, so this cassette tape is is a lot of just like my dad just like yelling at me for like, you know, not going to sleep. But like I cut the parts that were good and I was like, oh shit, you know, like it's funny that like my brother and my mom, my dad are like asking me to sing. And like I didn't even know that I wanted to be a musician until like fucking, I don't know, five years ago or whatever. So, right? so this memory, you didn't remember it? No, until I was too. I was just. Yeah. How were you? How, sorry. How young were you? Like really young. Under two years old. Okay, yeah. so you yeah. definitely didn't remember. Yeah, it. yeah. So it's definitely it's cool to to experience something you can't remember. Yeah. That was recorded. So exactly. Cool, I don't. I don't. And think, that was yeah. yeah. That's part of it too. Is like you know, kind of like you know, you sampling yourself in a point that you don't remember for your musical career. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's 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 a weird thing, right? What was this? Uh, dual song dual yeah song. so that song i sampled dual shock it's on the play so i made a playlist of like you know just songs that i've been listening to during the time and that i've been listening to now uh that song i was listening to uh an inuit so i found this like inuit greenland so uh album of like songs from greenland that people recorded between like 1900 and like 1950 <laughs> and i heard this crazy song and i put some drums on it and then i decided to i had this verse from an old beat that uh gray made from like 2018 so i made this song in like 2019 uh and it just fit well and i'm just like it's just this cool mashup of styles you know and it's mm -hmm. like greenland's always been an interesting culture to me because so if people don't know, uh, back in the day, Greenland and Iceland were uh, 
not considered to be the same thing, but basically the Danish went to both islands and mm. they were like, yo, Iceland is shit because it has bare ice and Greenland is sick. You guys should colonize that shit. But little did, little they, did know. they know the yeah. Iceland. <laughs> is the opposite. Iceland yeah. It was reversed. Was yeah. the, uh, the actual yeah. thriving because Greenland is like nothing. Yeah. Even though Greenland looks bigger on the map, it's just bare ice. Whereas Iceland, you think would have it would be smaller, which because is it's hilarious smaller, because they has- named them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Iceland should be Greenland. Yeah, yeah. Green ice. Yeah, it, they fucked up. That's not <laughs> so Greenland ended yeah, up being yeah. this like kind of basically Canadian land because if you think about so if you don't know about Canada either, uh, Canada is twenty percent ha- habitable land, and then the rest is basically ice. Because yeah. it's the territories, it's fucking Baffin Island and Nunavut and all that shit. A and, lot of it's nothing. Yeah. And everything that Greenland is, is basically what the uninhabitable lands of Canada are. So there's a lot of crossover. So like, I didn't even fucking know that there were Inuit people in Greenland, but yeah. there was like, there were like tribal songs and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, like this is crazy, you know? So I sampled it and I made a song. So that was like uh six months ago and i remember when i made that song i was like yo this would be a sick you know because i I went to school for english so i i I watched or i I read a lot of like greek tragedies and stuff and uh, you know the thing with you know shit like uh shakespearean tragedies and greek tragedies there's always like a chorus at the beginning which has a it's like a, a group voice that tells you like yo these are all the fucking problems that are going to go on in this play and i'm like Yo, this song that I made like two years ago kind of has that feeling because I had I, I made this like chorus kind of song and it's like this very like ominous kind of feeling. And I'm like, I would I would love to have made this like an intro to an album, but like I wouldn't know what album to make the intro for that too because you know people wouldn't fuck that with that song. But then mm-hmm. I was just like, it's gonna be my album, mm-hmm. right? And that's what this album en- ended up being. And, um, that's why that's the sec- second song, even though the first song is like the, you know, the intro. Rough, <laughs> rough Rhythm Freestyle. Part one. Yeah. You know, will there ever be a part two? So, that, yeah, that's, that, that's interesting too. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that song, uh, like I said, we were making the uh, Nui Blanche uh, score and um, I, I, put, I made this like drum kit based on just like tree samples and rock samples that I had from the Rouge. And that was actually the first song that I, I made. I, I, I just did a little freestyle on piano and, and uh, sang some random melodies and then I chopped it up. And I'm like, all right, this should be cool. Let me see if I could come up with a drum kit. And I had those drum samples that I had and then I chopped those up and then I made it and I sent it to you guys and you guys were fucking with it and i'm like yo i'm fucking with it too mm-hmm. so i'm like if i ever drop something very soon this is something i'm gonna want to fucking drop but so the original bounce that i had was eight minutes because that's how long the kind of freestyle that i had was chopped up and i was like i'll, I'll cut it up and i'll make it like you know two parts maybe but i'm like if i if i cut it up and say this is part one and then i just never drop a part two that's sick if I do drop the part two, that's sick. Mm-hmm. If I if I drop a part two and it's a completely different song, that's sick. That's so it's sick, like yeah. it there matter. there's bare options. So I was yeah. just like, yo, let me just call it part one and like you know not worry about it too much. Facts. You know, <laughs> all the pretty horses. All the pretty horses is the oldest song on the tape. It's oh, yeah. actually made right after 
Tropic was finished. So the oh, last song on okay. Tropic was Alkaline. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the studio with Gray and showing him uh, all the pretty horses because I, I, uh, I made it literally that day or whatever when we were like finishing the final songs of Tropic. Mm-hmm. And um, it's al- it's always been a weird song because I don't know the time signature on that song and like uh, you know like it's it's a weird beat but just like I always love the harmonies that I put on it and the thing with Tropic is you know I was never too fully happy with like the lyrics that I put on that album even though you know people don't care about lyrics <laughs> yeah. it, it's a weird thing where it's like you know the artists I be care care about the lyrics and I'm trying to think about being somebody who has the lyrics out, you know, 10, 15 years later, not just like two years later. So I want this project, first and foremost, if it wasn't going to be songs that people fuck with, I just wanted lyrics that were out that I fucked with, you mm-hmm. know. And this was one of the songs that even though it doesn't have a lot of lyrics, it's just like one of the strongest like written songs that I had in a while. Scandals and Animals. Scandals and Animals, that's Zach's favorite song. One of the good ones. <laughs> that song's <laughs> sick, bro. That's one of the... Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah I wrote that. So that's the second oldest song. I wrote that in 2018. And mm. that was just, I uh, I went to the studio and Gray showed me that beat. And I was just like, yo, this shit just reminds me of fucking G-Unit. And I just want to rap. Yeah, exactly. It just I, just makes wanna, it, I just want to I hear rap. that and I want to yeah. rap too. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to be a rapper. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I feel like that's, you know, our generation especially, like we just want to be rappers, you know? Yeah. But like, I feel like me and Jamal especially, like we grew up in a time where we we got to be rappers, but there was a point where it's like, yeah, you can't rap anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we're still rap. Like, yeah, we're still the hardest rappers, but we're not rapping. <laughs> yeah, we're not rapping. But this one, I just wanted to rap, you know? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I know those words. So. Press start to continue. That makes, that's self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. That was just a little interlude transition playing yeah. off the video games. Uh, Oladipo. Oladipo. I'm, are we saying that right? Yeah, yeah. that's a basketball player. Okay. Well, his last name. Victor. I actually didn't know that. Victor Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo okay. I wrote in... Um, I think it was 2018 as that, well. The the lyrics on that are crazy. Yeah. And like, that's like... That's like, that's my girl's favorite song. And I don't think... It's just so, like... So that song, I just... so... Uh, so at that time, yeah. I just... I was just... I, uh, that was 2018. I just wanted to get into just, like, different... Different trap, you yeah. know? And I just wanted to get... Yeah. So that song isn't, like... It's not 4-4. I just wanted to see, like, different ways that we could explore trap because we were kind of, like, stuck in this 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 system and and uh i feel like i always kind of sometimes i always make kind of i like to call them like um sister songs you know like sister stars are a thing Mm -hmm. that you see in astrology Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. like stars will come up at the same time and i feel like i always kind of have the same energy and i make like songs that kind of like feel the same so this song and super mario rpg very much have like the same kind of energy where like they're like unconventional trap songs and i just kind of wanted to like make Songs that have like a trap feel, but like you, like you wouldn't know that they're not four four, right? And like yeah, this yeah. one, like yeah. I made that beat, and I had a couple, I had a different like flow to it, but then uh, I I freestyled like a second flow to it where I was just like, I want to fuck, I want some fuck, you know? <laughs> and I was like, yo, that that line's hard. That's facts, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I really want. I want some 
Yeah. I'm trying to fucking have some fun. Yeah, I want some, some fun. Like, and like, so, you know, sometimes hard, like, that's all you need to write a song. Like, sometimes it takes more than that. Sometimes you need like the whole, like, yeah, I want like this whole vision. Sometimes all you need is like one line. Yeah. And like, like all a, I needed Oliver was like, twist. I, yeah. My dick is a dish. <laughs> <laughs> She asking for more. <laughs> so that, yeah. My porridge. <laughs> so like Oliver Twist, I got good Dickens to dish. So Charles okay. Dickens okay. wrote Oliver Twist. They're not ready Twist, for the bars. And they're not ready <laughs> for that. We're not going to get into that because there's no need. So not because they're not ready for the bars because they're not listening. They're not. That's so you don't, have to, you don't have to spell it out for them. You really got to be listening. They aren't all. ready for this shit. That shit's actually too clever. But also, yeah, no. Uh, when, uh, before... There's like a little like 10 second gap between uh, before the Oladipo starts. And that's actually Malvern Town Center. That's like a, a voice sample that Jeez. I recorded from Malvern Town. And I just want to, I'm going to, you know, reuse that. Yeah. And it's going to, it's, I was just like, yo, like I can use this to kind of like, uh, like bring up, like, you know, bring up things in the next, you know, like the next episode. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Even though nobody's listening, but exactly. <laughs> oh, we listening. We listening. <laughs> All right, moving on. We're on the Winona Ryder. Yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah, she is. Flea flicker. Yeah, what's with Ian the was wondering about that earlier today. Yeah, what the fuck? Why is it called a flea flicker? So I was thinking about a clit. But maybe a... <laughs> no. I think so. You're I off. made I made Winona Ryder in uh, top of 2019. I remember, we were at that. Well, what fucking party were we at? Where we were. We were... In 2019? 2019? Zach, it was the Zach Fax. Uh, oh, the Zach Fax thing. thing yeah. Free society or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, when the, I made uh, one MVP of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a tra uh, trap song. And um, I wanted to make like a fast trap song. Like something. I was listening to uh, Bucks by Ghost. Mm. Yeah. Shouts out Ghost. Shouts out Ghost. Shouts out OTMG. Yeah. Shouts out YK. Shouts out All the Man. Bucks is a crazy Bucks track. Bucks is a crazy Box is crazy, <laughs> bro. Box is crazy. So I just wanted to make that kind of tempo track, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so I was like working on a beat with that kind of track, and then uh, you know coming with the the melody and whatever. And uh, I was coming up with a hook, and I wanted to come up with a hook that was like talking about like you know you you want to only ride up with us, and like Winona Ryder was like a, she was known in her past for being like a kleptomaniac, like. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to bring that up about her because I fuck with her. She's like cool. Like she's in Stranger Things now. Like she's yeah. cool, right? So yeah. I was just like, I'll come up with some other shit. And so I was like writing the rest of the hook, and and I liked the uh, the idea of like how you know we're up and all the fleas want to flock, right? And mm -hmm. I was thinking about there's a, there's a football play called Flea Flicker, you know where. Uh, Basically, the quarterback passes it back to somebody, and then the running back has it, and the running back passes it back to the quarterback. So it's kind of like a trick play, and mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, I like that idea of like trick plays and just, you know, fucking fucking around with somebody, you know, and yeah, and I like that idea of that track. So I so I named that project Flea Flicker, but like I just kept kind of going with the words of that song, and mm -hmm. that ended up being one of my favorite, like. Even though that was kind of like one of the most like straight up, it was just like kind of for like, you know, all the other songs are kind of weird. Like that song, mm -hmm. like I just, I just like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> yeah. The song really is, song. it's really catchy. Yeah. yeah. And I it's just, really catchy. I just it, yeah. I, it's for sure. Most people's like standout. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the most like, like 
song that's not like too experimental so, it's like so that was the thing with the project too is like i didn't want it to just be something where it's like oh this guy's just like doing this like, like a whole weird, bunch of weird crazy. shit on it. <laughs> this guy was like, no, the like, woods. Like, yeah <laughs> it's like no like obviously like i make shit that like i fuck with too and it's like not too crazy yeah. and it's like well winona rider was always one of those songs where i'm like yo this shit's like hard but like i feel like it could like fit on like just like any kind Anything. of shit yeah exactly. so i'm like yo let me just throw it on this shit mm -hmm. and because especially so with this project basically i was just looking for the songs that like didn't need that much mixing like you know the songs that like didn't need that much more the songs that the thing with tropic is there were songs that um you know, obviously could have benefited from more producers or more instrumentalists or whatever, right? But there's there's a point, like, so Winona, Winona Ryder is, like, the perfect example of, like, a demo that, like, I sent to you guys. And, and I knew that no matter, even if that song was mixed by, let's say, Alex Toomey or mm -hmm. whatever, right? Like, some great, great mix, like, it got, like, a whole bunch of instrumentalists and blah, blah, blah on it the the demo would still be this very quaint like listenable song and it's like i didn't want to um disrespect those like types of songs because there are songs on tropic like that where you know the songs on tropic they're all of the most of the demos like you could have listened to and it would have had that kind of same experience and not that it's like a waste of time to like mix those songs and like make them better or whatever but like there's always like this like weird like quaintness or like this weird like quality that some demos have and like i wanted a project out that like had that still retained those weird kind of demo kind of qualities because i'm still fucking making music out of a basement like yeah. it's not like i'm doing anything different it's not like i'm yeah. making music in la like i'm still fucking making music in the same place so like why would i try to why would i make try and make something that's like more expensive like you know you hear artists where it's like okay yeah this first project obviously they were working in their bedroom and the second project like they got all these connects so that's why all this shit sounds more lush and it's yeah. like that's not where i was in my life so like why would i try and make this shit sound better if it if i'm still in the same fucking place right mm -hmm. like no like let me if if winona rider was made with the same kind of energy is uh any of the songs on tropic were made like let me keep that right because there were some songs on tropic where when i was listening to the demo and i was listening to the finished song i was like damn like i kind of like the demo like yeah. you know there, yeah, there's know that there's that lo-fi kind of quality that like you know is appealing mm -hmm. that people who are listening on spotify don't even notice you mm -hmm. know so it's like what's the difference like why are you spending all these hours like mixing this shit like yeah. it doesn't matter and that was the main point of this project is like i wasn't at a point in my life where people cared if i was at a higher point in my life and people didn't care if between tropic and this project that nobody even still knows about uh, if I was in LA or if I was in Toronto in my ba like they didn't know if I was in my basement or uh, mixing Tropic and they yeah. didn't know if I was in LA mixing this project so what's the fucking difference I mean exactly. just make this shit like my shit you know yeah. mm -hmm. what's the next one Undying Undying yeah Undying so that um, that song had a couple of different uh, titles so I made that song a, a month ago I recorded uh just a free another freestyle of just like random shit i recorded uh 
some samples from the Rouge Forest, and then I just recorded some shit from some synths that I had like lying around, and I had this beat. And so basically, the idea with the Nuit Blanche project uh, before it got delayed, so it, it it was supposed to be out this October, which we were expecting, but we weren't expecting because mm. you know they yeah. weren't telling us anything, yeah. and we were expecting it to be out next October, and that's what happened. It's it's gonna be out in October twenty twenty one. So I was just like you know, let's just make as much music as possible because this shit's going to be hard no matter what. Like, especially after, so, you know, Rouge Rhythm Freestyle Part 1, like, I made a an eight-minute song and that shit was crazy. So I'm like, yo, I can make a 12 hours, uh, 12 <laughs> hours court yeah. if I have an FLI a year, like, I can make that shit. So I made a second track that was, like, 13-minute song and I had, like, in this instrumental that I was, like, I wanted to put some shit on it, and I put some shit on it, and that's what ended up beco- becoming Undine. Uh, it was it was more about me just kind of expanding lyrically what I was doing. You know, lyrically the song is about uh, you know what's going on right now. Like it's it's the so Undine is um, it's a French word for uh, sirens. You know, like the the old the mythical mermaids who used to lure sailors in on the rock and then make them crash into the whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking about sirens in general, like sirens, you know, like uh, sirens in the traditional sense, but then sirens in the police sense. So, you know, sirens lure you in and they make you believe that, you know, they're, they're this thing that's going to make you cure this love or whatever and blah, blah, blah. But then sirens in, in our context are about police sirens and... There's this idea of, I feel like, at least in our generation, of police sirens being this thing that's kind of an inevitable. Like, mm-hmm. we, we can't avoid it, right? Right. And police sirens kind of call to us the way that the old sirens, the mermaid kind of sirens kind of call to us, right? Mm-hmm. And there was that weird uh, connection that I don't think anybody uh, put together. And I just wanted to put that on a song. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's a minute long but i want to expand on that more like this idea of like Mm -hmm. you know us being lured to this thing that's that's already ingrained in us you Mm -hmm. know because i've seen so much evidence of people not understanding how the police system is corrupt and Mm -hmm. like i feel like we need to get more into that and that's Uh, that like that's why I also wanted to just release more music. It's just I wa- I wanted more music out that that had more lyrics that were of me speaking of that. Right. So, right. Yeah. So. Toyin we already discussed. Yeah. I believe yeah. Birdo is a song that came out. It's an acoustic version. Yeah. But you can talk about. Yeah. Birdo. So Bir- yeah, yeah. So Birdo uh, I wrote in 2017, and uh, I mean it didn't have that much of of a meaning, but. Uh, Birdo's a character in Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even that, like the yeah. the song, that have anything to mean with that? Like you know, you know, uh, fucking three years ago, you know, I was an R and B singer, so I was kind of just trying to write about love, and I was trying to think about things that meant love at the time, and things didn't mean anything at that time because I wasn't in love. So I was just talking about you know things in general, and um. I was just talking about like how uh, you know you know we kind of we fall into these traps we we um, 
we believe that we believe in love. And mm. I feel like that's the kind of generation that we grew up on. Like we, we grew up to believe that this thing exists. And we ourselves had to kind of deconstruct that idea and be like, yeah, we might not reach that kind of love that people have taught to us in that in in our lifetimes like we might not get that mm -hmm. like not everybody yeah is black blessed. which yeah which is which is hard because that's the only thing that was kind of taught to us that was like the saving grace especially for people of color where it's mm -hmm. like yeah like yeah you're not gonna get the the bright end of the stick but like at the end of the day you might find somebody that will fucks with you. <laughs> yeah might find somebody yeah. that fucks with you yeah. right and like that was kind of the only thing that was taught to us and uh you know so i wrote this song like birdo like a few years ago it was kind of like you know you're kind of it's kind of like a video game it's kind of like you know you're 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 taught about these things but like these people end up being these figures in your life where it's like they're preaching the same thing to you it's like yeah i'm gonna give you love mm -hmm. and then i just uh last year it was literally the night before the raptors won it was the night before game six i just randomly decided to make this like acoustic guitar version of birdo and uh it turned into that version but then i changed it a little bit and i added some shit underneath it and stuff and uh it became it became more than what it was you know which which makes sense because as you grow as artists you learn more about yourselves right mm -hmm. so it's like the lyrics that i wrote for that song became more than what they were right sure. and that song i put that song on there because i knew that that was going to be the song that would probably be the one that would be the like pop one of the album yeah right? because you need that shit on the album yeah right? exactly like, you gotta sometimes you just gotta cater yeah. to certain people yeah certain sounds and yeah you just know that yeah, my stuff, it, it might sound weird or, yeah, I hopped into my my trap shit, but I'm doing it for a reason. It's exactly. For, it's for yeah. these people, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's what that song was. It, and it's, it, it it's was also the, still you at the end yeah, of the day. It was the glue, but it was also like, yeah, it was also like the thing that was going to be like me at the end of the day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that's is, is a great example of like what we represent. Like, mm -hmm. Birdo is... Birdo, Birdo as a title was is a throwaway. Like I didn't give a fuck about Birdo. Yeah. I didn't know any. Sh I didn't know anything about Birdo except the fact that like, as a youth, I used to run up on that fucking bitch and, and dash it and dash it with some eggs. <laughs> Hop he, on it. Yeah, he used to throw some eggs at me and be like, "Yo, fuck that you, yo, throw some eggs back at him." Like I didn't uh, think yeah. anything about Birdo. Yeah. yeah, but then I'm like, yo, like that's a great. Uh, signature of the time that we live in. Not so. Berto is the first acknowledged transgender character in video games, mm -hmm. which yeah, Nintendo Nintendo should have no claim to get because they 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 stumbled upon that like a joke because yeah. they didn't even know what the fuck they were doing at Berto. But like also like that is like a very if you think about Berto in our life like if you think about like when we played Super Mario 2 in our lives like that's a very interesting time in our mm -hmm. lives right mm -hmm. and like that is what we grew up on yep and seeing Berto my fuck <laughs> alright and then we kind of explained the last one voice 291 the Raptors championship yeah I'm so, I'm so glad sword trope yeah I'm freestyle. so glad that that was the last song even though that's probably like the song that I listened to the, the least because okay. it was kind of like it was just always on my phone and like I remember like having it there and 
I uh, I recorded it on Intelogic and like, um, like I, I like I I appreciated the um, the intent, but like I had no idea what I was gonna do with it mm-hmm. because it was always it's just a raw thing, yeah, spur of the moment recording. So basically, what happened was the Raptors won the fucking NBA championship of twenty nineteen, which we never really, honestly, like we never thought that would have happened. Yeah, if you really think about it, like as as sports fans, we're pretty pessimistic. Yeah, in Toronto, I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah, yeah, no one thought that. Well, yeah, what what would, especially our generation, like what would we have been? We were literally born in the generation where the Jays just won. So yeah, Yeah, like we hadn't literally hadn't experienced a championship across any sport in our lifetime until now. Like you guys, the Jays, they won my birthday. You guys, your late, your late (laughs) twenties, finally experiencing a championship on anything. Yeah, anything, hockey, uh, baseball, basketball, nothing, nothing, dry, nothing, not even at your own school, nothing. We don't even have a football team. Well, sorry, CFL, but different story. We don't have an NFL team, so it doesn't even. We count. should. We should though. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, so prejudiced us. So. Uh, game five <laughs> of the NBA Finals, uh, we got slapped because KD was still uh, playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember going home uh, uh, on the subway from downtown to Scarborough, as you would, and being like, "This is the worst time of my life." And uh, that was Tuesday or whatever, and my voice didn't fully recover. And then I remember going back for game six and being like, all right, yo, we got to do this. You know, we, we have to yeah. run this back. And we did it. And we yeah, did. Man. We fucking won. Crazy. We fucking won. I thought about that the other day. I was like, oh, shit. The Raptors are champions. <laughs> crazy, bro. We fucking won, bro. It's like that happened in my life. I have, like, so much stuff I could tell my kids, bro, that I yeah. saw. We witnessed weed get legalized. Yeah. You know? yeah. Raptors won. Like, Raptors this is crazy won. shit. Yeah, yeah. Crazy shit. It's crazy. It's that crazy. might be something that... Our kids will never be able to understand. Never. Like, which they is won't. crazy. They'll never be able to understand that. Which is fucked. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't think I would be able to understand yeah. it. Yeah. I remember, like, when I was downtown, I'm like, yo, I would, I don't get it. I don't get what's fucking going on. Yeah. I was, fu- <laughs> yo, man's were, yo, yo, man's were, uh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> on, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I'm sorry. This guy, that's why you don't bring white claws <laughs> in the fucking beast. Yo, my bad, my bad. This guy. Men's were on fucking, uh, like, Young Street. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. we were in those shits, bro. And we were, like, in the subway. Crazy. Like, yo, like, I'm going down fucking college station right now. <laughs> wait, wait, what? We won a champ? Yeah, man. Crazy. But yeah, we won the championship, and like the next day, I uh, I was at the studio, and my voice was gone. Like I couldn't go to the the uh, championship parade because I was sick. But the next day, like you know, my voice was hoarse because it was the the, the yeah. prior days or whatever. And uh, I was at the studio, and there's a piano there, and I was just like, yo, let me see what happens. It was just pure feeling. Like mm-hmm. I just I recorded that voice note. I actually forgot about it for a couple months, and I pulled it back like a few few months later. I'm like, yo, it's just hard, bro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I played it. I think I played it a couple months later, like while we were, we were hosting uh, the wave session still. And I was like, 
I played it for like Suka and them, and they're like, "Yo, you should just re- release this, mm-hmm. like uh, unfiltered." And I'm like, "Yeah, I probably should, because you know, like as a producer, you know, you're thinking like, all right, I gotta you know make this, and I gotta like chop it up and yeah. like you know make it so that you wouldn't even know that I was on it." But mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I just gotta release this. Like, yeah, just drop it. Yeah, and it was so. That's like that is like the essence of the album in of itself. It's like that kind of core of that song that didn't need to come out mm-hmm. is like the essence of all of those songs where it's like none of those songs needed to come out, but it's like they all had that core in them where it's like, yeah, no, people fuck with this. I fuck with this. This shit should come out. All right, let's let's come out let's come out. It's time. Yeah. Mm. That's sick, yo. That's sick. So you hear it, you heard it here first, folks. You literally heard it word, word, word for word, word from world, Kevin A himself. World, 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 world premiere. World, world premiere. Damn son, where'd you find Broke down every song. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Thank man. you. So you guys just Appreciate heard Kevin it. spit for what two hours, <laughs> two and a half, maybe. That was, that was like yeah. you don't have to talk for the next three pods. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're good. Exactly. <laughs> and he's a little bit tipsy, and you can hear the progression. To his tipsiness towards the end, it's perfect. I you hope you mean? heard that. Yeah, man, I heard yeah. it. I heard <laughs> it. <laughs> that was real. It's a great pod, great pod. Thank you for listening. Anything else? Any last words? And we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I just want to shout out the niggas. You know what I mean? Again, shout out Ghost. Shout out YK. Shout out OTMG. Shout out Winona Ryder. Shout out Flea Flickers. Shout out fucking the Raptors, Champs. Yeah. Uh, shout out Kevin A., uh, make sure you listen to the fucking Toronto Uprising playlist. Make sure you listen to Kevin A's new album that he dropped secretly without you even knowing last week. And we've been bumping it for a while. Bro. Because you're it's not out. on shit. Because you don't care. You can't, you're like, yo, what's coming yeah. up in Toronto? What's yo, coming what's up? Next? What's, yo, what's happening? Next? But Bro. you don't do your research. Search Toronto Tr- Uprising. Toronto Uprising. That's what's next. Exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. We, I don't know, man. And if it's not, what's next now? Next month is what's next. Yeah, man. Whoever's up next is going to be on that shit. We're getting to a point in my life where I don't know what else to do for you. We're watching and we're listening. (laughs) Trust me. We know what's up next. Yeah. We've been up next. We've been up next. We've seen up next. Yeah. Oh, and fuck, fuck that up nigga. Next. Fuck up next. Fuck up next. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> He's the one. Yo, up next is the one guy I'm calling out, bro. Straight by the name up next with up six. Next. Snake. Up, up next. Finesser. Up N six X T. Up next six with a six. Up Y'all next. Fuck him. Yeah. Y'all fuck just up call next. out a man on the pod. Yeah, fuck up next, nigga. Anyways. Thank you for listening. We're to up next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening right. to the Lost in Pox Post. Po- po- whoa, whoa, whoa! Lost in Pox. Yeah, I can't even see. This guy got the Remy down here. I don't know what's going on. Lost Talks Podcast episode forty-five. Four five. Four five. Four five. Checking in later. See you. Next Long time. pod. Deuces.